Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do oh it again. Oh, my God. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio. Always a pleasure to be with you live right here. The one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. New Bedford Guide. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one, coming at you live. 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to get in touch with us. We had a week off last week. I'm sure most of you were very disappointed, very upset by that. Uh, two weeks, actually. Was it two weeks? It's been well, two Sean weeks. Sean and I two had our, our draft Oh, special. yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right, because we did. it's been two weeks, right? No, yeah. two weeks ago, we ran into an issue with uh, my work getting in the way. It was best, your... best way to describe it without yeah. getting too much of the detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, something like that. Um, so, Sean, and last know... week I was on vacay. Well, so was this motherfucker. No, that was last week. I was the week. No, the week before I was on vacay. Oh, that's right. Oh, well, two of us couldn't have made it. So it would have been Joey just being like, "Let's eat some crackers." It'd just be like <laughs> two me. hours. I'd just be doing like my best, like Larry King impressions, just like like shoulders up, like mm. right. So. uh... So. You told me that, uh, oh, my God, is my Cap'n eating this? Yes, she yes, has. Yes, she so, has. Jerry Seinfeld, I heard you got cancer. Wow, what a cunt. Dude, my cat was chewing on hey, this. good thing that his career is over. That is a great segue, Sean. Drew Locke, rookie card. Still going to be worth something someday. Definitely. Uh, we will talk about whether or not his career is, in fact, over because will the Denver Broncos, my Denver Broncos, go from John Elway to Peyton Manning to... Aaron fucking Rodgers, perhaps? Oh, I should probably update the ticker, huh? I mean, but that might th- help. there was a lot of trash <laughs> in between those guys. Let's not forget about that. Tons. Trash. Because, I mean, John Elway, really? John Elway left, and then what did you Did have? he leave? Well, when he retired. Oh, oh, you're talking about. He said Elway, Manning, Rodgers, and I said there was a whole bunch of trash in between all of those yeah, guys. still some decent guys Besides Plummer, who okay. you got? Tebow, one year. Besides Plummer, who you got? <laughs> I didn't stutter. I listen, didn't stutter, but I just didn't hear you correctly. Listen, I thought brother, you said do Tebow. Not, first of all, do not disrespect. He had that one play. Tebus yes, Christ. oh, he beat okay. the Steelers. Yay. Ooh, ah. Do not disrespect Tebus Christ, the future tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, by the way. Pat, how could you forget? Hey, by the way. We talked about this really quickly on our draft night special show. Once again, anybody who joined us, we had like four or five hundred of you that have ended up viewing that page. Thank you very much. That was pretty cool. Um, on yes. the same thing, uh, sorry for the end of the night Facebook shenanigans where the Facebook was just like, you know what? Y'all been talking too long. Well, it was the beginning. You couldn't get on in the beginning, so we had all kinds of shit messing us up. Well, Facebook wouldn't allow. Facebook just said, nah, and then yeah, it allowed it. We figured it out. We, we got some momentum going. We had going, an hour though. and a half, hour and 40 minutes of straight us talking, and all of a sudden it was just like, yeah, mm, I, what, nope. are, what are y'all going to go? I, uh, I watched the entire thing uh, myself. I did. I watched the whole show. It was great, actually. I thought you guys did a really good job. Um, your picks were almost on point. Like, uh, I'm yeah, you went, so you went, you went four for five. You went four for five. No, to start off. yeah, no, 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 no. The first yeah, five yeah. I got right. And then I think the sixth pick, oh, so Miami, five Miami effed right. me. And then after that, I think I only got one other one wrong. And then we started getting kicked off at pick 13, 12 or 13. Well, it, was after, we, it was after Mac Jones, yeah. No, no, no. We got kicked off before Mac Jones because we had a hard time getting on. Oh, during that's the true. Mac during Jones the pick. Mac Jones, yeah. yeah as yeah. soon as the Patriots picked Mac Jones, 
It didn't kick us off anymore. I was like, you rat bastard. And we went to pick like 17 or 18. And, and like, I just we, couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, we backwards. just tapped out. We were at two and a half hours in at that point. Yeah. But um, uh, a great, great show. If, if Thank you all for joining us. That's like Appreciate you I all. Really, Appreciate I really you find all. that shit so much fun, especially calling the draft live on air. You actually get to hear me say like what I think teams should do and where they should go. And I'm pretty pretty spot on most of the time. Um. Keith was way ahead of me, so I was like, Keith, don't spoil it for me. Because Keith, I was on like a 30-second delay because I was watching mm-hmm. my tablet, so I was way I behind. hate when that, I know, I could, I could tell. So I was like, I was do like, you want me to pause? He's like, no. I was like, but then what do you want me yeah, to you do? Should've, you should have synced it up. That way yeah, I was wrong. I wanted, I wanted to be live just that way when people were watching it. Because if we waited for Sean, they would have been a minute behind. Well, like, it's so you know funny because when you watch the draft live, too, now, like you see... They're like, and the pick is in, and it's it's Pat Sertan, and then they go to like live to Pat Sertan's living room, and it's like four minutes ago, and everybody's just like sitting around, like, all right, like when are we getting picked, when are we getting picked, and then it's like thirty the seconds comes or something, up. and they're like, bah! like it was a yeah. draft pick in the third or fourth round. God forgive me, I don't know who it is. I died laughing. He got drafted. They had a ceiling fan and like this huge like cathedral like like ceilings. The dude threw a whole bag of tortilla chips into the fan, and it exploded and rained down on the whole family. I, that was on purpose. It was on, no, it was 100% on purpose. Okay, that like had to was, have been. Because he that's was, a, like, that's a, celebrating. That is a classic move right there. Yeah, that right. That is fucking hilarious. It's supposed to be popcorn. Everyone's, everyone's dancing. Like they're, they're probably playing like Whitney, Whitney Houston's like dance with somebody. Everyone's dancing. But it was fucking <laughs> Sean, hilarious. Sean, you realize the kids getting drafted are like 20? They don't know what the hell that song is. Don't know Everybody who, know who Whitney Houston is. They don't know that song. They know Whitney Houston's boyfriend used to do a lot of coke. With Whitney Houston. Bobby? Oh, yeah, he's back. Oh, is he back? Is he dead, too? No, he ain't dead. He's, like, the only one that survived. I know, right? Of all the, th- of all the people. If you think about, he's like the old Simpsons Mr. Burns analogy, where he did so many drugs that it's like a doorway trying to get through. They're all just jamming the doorway so he doesn't die. So it's like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, pretty much. Same yeah. thing. They, they are alive because of cocaine. Cocaine. I think I want to try me some of that cocaine. No, Dewey. I took cocaine. You don't want none of that. Like Dr. Roxo over here. Uh, but anyway, so we'll get into the NFL draft. We'll get we'll go through uh, all the first round drama, everything that was, everything that is. Uh, but first, we're going to kick the show off. First of all, first first and foremost, uh, like and share the show. Uh, make sure you give it a boot and and you like that shit. Give share that boot. shit. You know, everybody likes to do that shit because that's nice. Do that. Uh, do that. Do that. And then if you want the audio-only stream, if you're watching on Facebook Live and you say, hey, you know what, I'd love to listen to this show, uh, but I don't really want to tie up my phone and have to constantly be on Facebook to watch it, that's great. We have an uh, audio-only stream that you can tap into. It's at www.mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, backslash Joey-Fats. Uh, I stickied the comment on the original post. I'll stick it here right on uh, row one, seat one as well. Uh, so you can go ahead and get that link. You can get the audio only. So you can listen to the show live and then still not have to uh, type your phone. Like, if you're like me, I like to, like, listen to my podcast and then do a billion other things while I'm listening to my yeah, podcast. Of mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm on... I, I might be listening to like uh, like the Jerry Callahan podcast or Dan Bongino like or I'm driving whomever. Most of the time. Yeah, yeah right. but but even like if I'm just taking a shit, like I'll throw on the Jerry Callahan podcast and be like, oh, mm. Turtle Boy's on today, Go poopy. or Tom Shattuck. You know, those are good listens, and I don't want to miss that. But I I'd like to watch the Facebook Live video, but I can't do it without tying up Facebook, uh, without tying up my phone on Facebook, which really sucks. So we have given you an option to have a audio only stream where you can now go to the website, click. Uh, it'll ask you to download the app if you want to. Great. There's a ton of great uh, mm. content on Mixler uh, that you can find, including every show we've ever done. Uh, and and then it just, goes way deep. It goes back. Uh, it'll be eight years in October. 
will be coming up on the eight-year anniversary in October. So we're seven God and a half damn. years deep worth of shows. Yeah, uh, this, so we will this get just made what year four of me three four four four. four. Yeah, you're uh, eighteen. No, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Sorry. Four for him mm-hmm. and seven for him. Because mm-hmm. he was twenty fourteen. Hon. I joined wow. after after the mental orange really crush. Wow. Yes, you had after the orange crushed. Uh, wow. at, you you came in. Uh, I had like just quit like my second job. Yeah, no, you came in in the beginning of 2014, the 2014 season. No, it was um. Yes. No, 2014 season. Yeah, because yeah. I quit the summer of 2014. Yeah. Well, I didn't quit. I was on because I was still living in my apartment at new that bed, point. New beige. In new beige behind Maz Donuts. Remember we had that little oh, fire locker of a spare room. I can't wait yeah. till that comes back. Dude, we had those chairs felt like they're like four feet high because my legs would be numb. I'd hop on the chair and I'd be like, I can't walk. Oh, so yeah. that's like me every night now. Well, you were using those chairs. No, I wasn't. These, these, at least I grew. Oh, maybe we had little no, chairs. No, I am grew. No, you, I think we had taller, thinner chairs. No, All right. those. We don't need to talk about chairs anymore. Let's get to the fucking draft. So anyway, this really interesting thing. We got chairs to talk about. <laughs> so uh, anything so, besides chair. Oh, let me put this leg up here. Chair. Right. My hat finally came in. Very nice. It's such a dope hat. Very nice. If you guys, uh, you know, if you're, if you're Griffey fans like me, which half the people at work didn't know who the hell Griffey was. Which I was going to say, did you have to explain who that is to some people? A, f- a very few, yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. They're like, oh, what's that hat all about? I was like, uh, it's, it's Griffey. They're like, who? Dude, I was like, all uh, right, dude, you can kids, go home. Yo, young kids don't know who Ken Griffey Probably is. Probably don't. I was like, Ken Griffey Jr.? They were like, yeah, no, nah, it means nothing to me. I'm like, wow. They're like, I'm like, like well, one of the greatest players ever. If not the greatest player ever. And they're like, yeah, no, I still don't know it. I was like, okay, well, case in point, wicked cool, hit a lot of home runs, wore an earring and put his hat backwards when he'd hit bombs, you know. If you had to explain to somebody who Ken Griffey Jr. is, that's just, at that point, I'm just like, nah, I'm out. Well, see you later. I mean, unfortunately, I'm going to have to see them tomorrow at work. Yeah, well, I would just still remove myself from that conversation basically mm-hmm. immediately. Uh, but anyway, so let's get into a little bit of, uh, so let's get into some NFL action. Uh, the big story, obviously, the draft happened this past weekend, but Thursday, a bombshell dropped. An absolute nuke. Something that would make the Japanese blush oh. fell on the Twitter waves, on the social media waves, uh, by none other than Adam, the one, the great, the Adam Schefter, uh, that there was a report that was servicing that claimed to know with, on good authority, Aaron Rodgers was no longer interested in playing for the Green Bay Packers. Now, this comes as a surprise to basically no one who's been following the situation, but we'll take you back over the last, what, three, four years about why this has kind of been brewing. At least two. And we'll go back to, uh, I I have an article from, uh, I I believe it was 2018. I mean, we could just go back to a year ago today. The draft. Uh, yeah, a year ago. Let's see. Well, that's what, where it started. With our so, first round draft pick, we're gonna go with a quarterback. So before yeah. we get into the, uh, the 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 rumors that the my Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos, the Denver are Broncos. the leaders in the clubhouse right now to land and acquire the services of one Aaron Fucking Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's get into a little bit about how we got to this point. Okay, because yeah, yeah, the Packers have really fucked this up, right? Like, Brian Guntikist, Gooney, as he's so affectionately known, has fucking, he's screwed the pooch royally. You had a 37-year-old quarterback who came out and won the MVP last year, and you have not only alienated him and pissed him off, but you've alienated and pissed him off to the point where he is telling you 
double barrel middle fingers. I'm not playing for you next year. And there is a report, rumor, rumor granted, it, this is, and this is a rumor. I don't think this is true, but it is a rumor that Aaron Rodgers has said the only way he will remain in Green Bay is if the Packers fire, fire Brian Kuntikis. No, I think that's I think been that, almost that's, confirmed. Yeah, I think that's true. I don't think it's true because I don't think Aaron Rodgers would actually call for another man's job. Oh, I mean, I get that. I think he would just be like, I get that, but he'd be like, move on from me. Yeah, like, I think Because that... even if they fire Gunikist. All right, so I'm going to play bad guy. Okay. So you guys can talk about the Aaron Rodgers aspect of things. Sure. sure I'm going to play the Packers. All right. Okay. So, so who would ahead. you like me to be in this scenario? So yeah, you two can play the well, Aaron Rodgers defense. I'm going to hammer home the Packers. Okay, you ham- so you lead off then. Okay, so 37-year-old quarterback. Mm-hmm. How many Super Bowls has he won us in One. the 12 years that he's been here? One. One. How many has he brought us to? One. Why the fuck do I care about this 37-year-old quarterback anymore? Well, let me ask you that. Let me answer that question. He is a perennial MVP candidate, regardless of the players you put around him on offense. You have given him a plethora of white backups, and he has turned them into legitimate play playmakers and amazing playoff contenders. And also, in turn, he's hurt my back pocket, so I can't go out and get these top stars. He's, he he's hurt your back pocket. Somewhat. But he's Somewhat. also one of the most recognizable faces in football. He is a household name if anybody knows what the NFL is. That brought me one Super Bowl in 12 years. Is that really all Aaron Rodgers' okay, fault? Okay, so though? let me ask you this. In the last 10 years, how many first-round draft picks have the Packers spent on an offensive player? One. Yes, and, and who was that one? A quarterback. His replacement. So when you look at this from an Aaron Rodgers standpoint, Okay, they don't go into free agency. They don't go after an Odell Beckham. They don't go after uh, Allen Robinson, a, Allen Robinson, a Jarvis Landry. They don't go after. They don't make try and make a trade for uh, for for D Hop. They don't go. They don't. They're not. They're not knocking on the Falcons' door inquiring about Julio Jones. You know, they're they're basically telling Aaron Rodgers. They're saying, look, okay, and this is this is where the Packers are fucked because. Right now, the Packers are a Super Bowl contender, right? We all know they've been to the NFC Championship the last two so years anymore. in a row. They lost to the they lost to the Niners and they lost to the Bucks. Okay, the Niners had the game in the bag until Jimmy G, you know, missed the throw and some shit happened, and the Bucks, the Bucks ended the up Super winning the Super Bowl. So they've been the top two or three, arguably best team in the league the last two years. The Packers are always at least top four in the NFC. Why is that? Because of Aaron Rodgers. Because of Aaron Rodgers. Not because because Devontae Adams wasn't a first round pick. Nope. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, none of them were. Driver wasn't. Donald uh, it doesn't even. I'm not even going back that far. No, but I'm. But if you want to go to where he started, he never like had, had the a Lizard first. King, Valdez Scantling, like all Jordan. these. Guys. Jordy Nelson was a, a fourth round pick. Yes. Exactly. So why, if I am Aaron Rodgers, why am I putting any type of faith into the Packers organization, the Packers front office, who has refused to to even not only go out and sign. Anybody in free agency, which I know isn't the Packers' mo. I know it's not it's like not, they're, they're not a big. They're not a big. Not, free, but you can't spend a first round draft pick on someone on 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 a, on a receiver. You already have the quarterback. You have the most important piece on the field. Why are you not doing everything you can to surround him? Take Tampa Bay for example. What? How did Tampa Bay approach Tom Brady this this past off season? At which point? They gave like, him. They basically you mean said before he went there, no, or no, no, like when he got now there. after the Super Bowl. They both. Okay. They said, "Who do you want? You want Antonio Brown? You got him. You want Gronk? You got him. You want Leonard Fournette? You got him." But is who that, do you want? Is that how Tom? it's supposed to be? Yes and no. In today's NFL, yes. But it's, because when you have a great I, quarterback and you're because hold on because ahead. when you're one of those five quarterbacks in the league, maybe six. 
that you are a guaranteed 10 to 12 win team just based on your quarterback? Yes, you 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 do everything you can to get that guy everything that they need in order to win a Super Bowl. You sell out for that guy. Now, what the did Patriots he, did it for the last six but years. But what have we learned in the Super Bowl for the past four years? What about it? If you can't stop them, it doesn't matter how many points you put up, you're going to lose the Super Bowl. So you mean to tell me that when they went out, the Packers going out and getting, what, the Smith brothers two years ago, That's that was their answer? Because it's not like the Packers have gone out and splurged on defense no, either. But, but look at the... All their draft have been utilized for defense or line help. That's been their draft mm, for the past six not, years. Not first round picks. They just, not they, on the just line. they just don't value no, first round picks. Line. First round picks have been more defense. They don't value offensive weapons as highly as I mean the Patriots do the same thing. We don't. This is the first year we've drafted a quarterback in the first round since Drew Bledsoe in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. So I mean, it just depends on like what your needs are. If well, the, the, their whole thing, the Packers it's organization, it's exactly the Packers. The Packers, the Packers are the. Pa- they're never going to be today's NFL. So, so wait, they're, they're Green damned, Bay. Well, they they're better damned. fucking figure it out because they're about to go into a season with Jordan Love under center. And uh, just a quick reminder to those who are paying attention or not paying attention, Jordan Love couldn't beat out fucking what's his name to be the backup last year. Jordan Love was your third string quarterback. Yeah. So you took you traded up back into the first round. To take a quarterback who couldn't even be, who wasn't even good enough to become your backup, and now you're alienating Aaron fucking Rodgers, arguably the best quarterback in the league. Well, case in point, look when they took Aaron Rodgers. Yes, but Aaron Rodgers fell to them. That was different. But where did they take him? Because they weren't planning on taking Aaron Rodgers. Because nobody, no one in Green Bay even thought for a half a second that Aaron Rodgers was going to be available when it got to them at, what, 24 or 25, like 25 whatever it was. 25, I think. Yes, yeah. correct. No one thought that was going to happen. They thought he, he was fell going top in, eight. He fell into their lap. Yes. And they were like, Thank well, you. shit, we, we, we have to take him now. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, like I look back and I'm like, fuck, look like the Broncos have taken him. But then everyone can say that. Same thing with me, but then why would I? Exactly. It's like he was so valuable at that low end of the first round that you had to take him because the value was just too high. Yeah. But as the Packers organization, they're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, okay? So what happens if this whole time they just load up offensively? The Packers have never had a problem with offense. The Packers have always been one of the top teams when it comes to offense, no matter matter who they put around Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. They already know the answer. They're like, you know what? We can let's go splurge on defense because and that's what they do. We can just do whatever we want with offense. Because so we you have mean Aaron you Rogers. mean you mean to tell me they couldn't have given up a second round pick for D Hop last year? They whether because, they chose not because it, maybe it feels because, like because because maybe maybe D Hop uh, on the other side of Devontae Adams is the answer that they needed yeah, Joey, to get past the Buccaneers. How many teams? That how many teams offered a second round for DeAndre Hopkins? One. Okay, then. So you can't be like, well, the Packers couldn't have done this. No yes. other fucking team did it. Of course I can. It, it might have been. Oh, why didn't the Broncos say. do it? Why didn't the Patriots do it? it because why didn't fucking San Francisco do it? It might have been one of those backdoor deals where the team, one team calls another. He went just like this. Will you take my piece of shit, David Johnson, please? Well, sure. Same, wait, no, okay. Same thing happened with the Patriots with Garoppolo way back when. Belichick called one team. He said, hey, San Fran, do you want Jimmy? They said, sure. What are you going to offer us? He said, how about a second? Done deal. Now, the Cleveland Browns came out and said, we didn't even know he was available. We would have offered our end-of-round, first-round pick because they had two that year. Patriots fans got all pissed off. Me, myself, I was like a little bit pissed off, but Belichick specifically pointed him in San Francisco because he wanted him to do well and with the hopes of potentially getting him back in the future, which almost came to fruition again. Um, so you got Jones. We'll get to that later. But I really do – I understand it from the Packers' point of view, and I understand it from Rogers' point of view. I don't understand this from the Packers' point of view at all. To them, I, I, I don't. To I, them, I really don't. 
to them, because, they were like, offense is fine. We're trying to build a defense to stop other teams. And that's my thing. Like, and that's what I think dude, all look, it is. Yeah, since but, since but the Rams need, and Patriots Super Bowl. You Listen, you, your defense was good enough to intercept Brady three times in the second half of the NFC Championship game. Yes. Your offense wasn't good enough to score eight points on three drives. But that wasn't Even the problem. Even with Aaron Rodgers. That wasn't the problem all year. And Aaron Rodgers. All right, let me ask you this. Who... Who played? Who was the better? Who played better in the NFC Championship? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But they both what played. Offense? They both played a bad game. No, they didn't. Aaron Rodgers didn't play. Didn't play. Aaron Rodgers poorly. threw two picks, Rod- didn't he? No, he threw no, none. Brady threw three. Brady threw no, three. Aaron Rodgers threw one in the first half. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. He did. He had Remember one. Remember, he threw one behind the fucking. Yeah, one, he threw one. But right. he had one. No, though. I thought he had two. I thought he had two. There was a, there was a, there was a tip percent. drill in like the third quarter that was that killed the drive that they were going for. I'm those, telling you, a tip drill. Not what I thought you said. What do you think I said? No, it was, was the it was he threw one interception in the first half, and that led to the Scotty Miller touchdown. The to yeah, it was when he threw behind fucking Lizard Man. Yeah, he threw behind. But then Lizard. He, he, it was uh, Valdez Scantlin. He tried hitting him on a post, and it got tipped by a linebacker, and they picked it up. I'm telling you, he had two picks. Okay, maybe he had two picks. He still played better than Tom Brady played Tom like Brady. shit. But Brady played like shit. So you mean to tell me that in those three drives that Aaron Rodgers had, you don't think he could have used I don't know, uh, you know, a, a guy like Noah Fant? At tight end, that could have gone up the seam, maybe made a couple a couple catches at tight end. You don't think he could have used the guy, you know, like uh, oh I don't know DeAndre Hopkins, which we we've already said. Yeah, but Joe, you can uh, say that about you, every team that's in the use, playoffs. Couldn't have used an Emmanuel Sanders, right? But the Packers couldn't couldn't have the Bears a, use the so- Deshaun Watson? Who I mean, the, like, but you know. who have the Packers? Who have the Packers gone out and got in order to help that offense out and make it a dominant offense? It's a great Jeremy offense right now. Shocky. It's no. a great <laughs> offense right now, and you have Aaron Rodgers. You should be supplying Aaron Rodgers with everything that he could possibly want. All the toys, all the bells and whistles, because that offense well, can well, only who's the, get Who's better. the biggest free agent they got? Graham? Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham? Yeah, Jimmy Graham was, yeah, Jimmy Graham was one. They no, Jimmy Graham wasn't, wasn't considered a big free agent yet because no, no team signed him. Right, no, but I'm saying like a, a pass catcher. That's pretty much Name it. another free agent they went after. They don't. I'm trying to think of recent, like in the last five years. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they've always gone after like the B guys. They paid the top of the market for Aaron Jones to keep him here this year. They did. They paid top of the market. They did. And he makes the offense roll. And not for nothing, but Devontae Adams hasn't signed his extension yet. No, he hasn't. I think think he's waiting. He's waiting to see what happens with Rodgers. Rodgers is gone, and Adams is like, yeah, fuck you. Devontae Adams might say, "Eh, you know what? Uh, I don't think I'm going to. Oh, Cleveland, you want to make a trade? We'll take OBJ for uh, Adams. Go ahead. See you later. Bye. We'll get to that with wide receiver trades coming up, too. Okay. But okay. from a Green Bay standpoint, this makes absolutely no fucking sense. The fact that Green Bay has let it get to this point is an embarrassment to the front office. You yes. have an MVP caliber, top, at worst, on his worst day, a top three quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And you've let it get to the point where he's basically like, I'm not playing for you anymore. Did you Trade know? Me. The last month, uh, no, we're in May. Two months ago, in March, Aaron Rodgers was due a guaranteed bonus for the, for this year. All he had to do was rework his uh, his contract, just smallly make make it like a, a, a to be in, uh, to be earned incentive, a workout bonus incentive, and they could have saved seven to eight million dollars off the cap. The team didn't even bother to reach out at all. And Rodgers didn't bother to reach out to the team either. Yeah, he was just like, well, there has been a you. cold, decisive line drawn in the sand that says, "Nope." Well, and how do you think? Look, look, it's both ways. Look at the look at a Jeopardy show when that when that contestant wrote, "Who was it that called for the field goal?" Mm-hmm. And now Rodgers is just like, "Yeah, that is a good question, but that's not the answer that we're looking for." 
what do you think that was right there? He was just I like, hey, it. Green Bay, fuck you. I get it, but we, we knew it last year. He said it the day after at, on the Pat McCaffrey show. Yes, yes, and he, he did. And he said, just like he was just absolutely shocked. And I called it a year ago. I said, as soon as that moment happened, I said, he's, he's done. done. Yeah, so we were is, all talking. I said, we this is talking. his last year as a Packer. Now, now Pat- I thought for sure by the, I thought it was, it, I, I thought for sure it would get through this year. Uh, but well, and just let his contract fizzle. And and he was well, he was just going to go out after this year, and they were going to move on from him beyond this year because that's because Green Bay's reluctancy to Thank sign you. him to an extension beyond this year is basically the proof and all the all the proof you need that Green Bay's not committed to him well, past and, this year. And, and if you go back to this Yahoo Sports article from uh, 2018, April 17, 2018, Charles Robinson wrote. Aaron Rodgers would like more inclusion when the Green Bay Packers are making major personal de- uh, decisions that impact him. The two decisions that this particular year uh, were referring to were the departure of Jordy Nelson mm-hmm. when they let him go, and they fired Alex Van Pelt, who was his quarterback coach that he was really close and tight with. Yep. And, uh, so everybody loves Van Pelt in the league too. This he's a is quarterback. every team so he's this been goes to. They rave back about him. Three years now. There's been a. This well, you know, been, him and Jordy were boys. That, that was his home. Brewing, that was like though. Julian Edelman and Tom Brady. Like, this they were like freaking Aaron Rodgers you know? Green Bay divorce has been brewing. And it's not because. And listen, people are going to paint Aaron Rodgers as the asshole in this situation. No, I don't. I don't paint. I mean, it's not at all. Not I can't at say all. that either of them is an asshole. I think they're both just stubborn. I blame his newly engaged wife. Again? Whatever her name oh, is. For like the ninth mm, time. She dude. lives in Boulder. He just needs to get with JLo and call Shut it a day. Ugh. The two of them would just love doing this. Like, Dude, oh, every, I love you. We're going to be together. Yeah, Keith, go fuck every, yourself. Everyone cheats on J-Lo. Something's wrong with that tree. Oh, is that what it was with A-Rod? Is that yeah. what came out? Well, A-Rod was just cheating massively, I guess. And she was like, can you please stop? And he's like, okay, I will. And then he just didn't. And he was like, I can. No. We need more wow, fresh imagine towels. having, a, imagine being wife to J-Lo and then having it's to be proposition. everybody. But imagine being, having, like, does she not put out? Maybe she's a prude. Maybe it's just like she's difficult to deal with. I don't know. She's, she's gonna not put out. Look at Mark Anthony. The guy looks like a rat, and he was cheating on her. Maybe she looks. She probably gets terrible mouth hugs. That's probably what it is. So I Pat, Pat so, made man. a good point in this. That he said Pat had a uh, comment that said one Super Bowl need better coaches. His coaches were actually pretty good his entire career. Uh, Mark McCarthy, Mike McCarthy wasn't bad, but it was never was for me. Sherman? It's, it's Sher- well, Sherman was uh, very Sherman, short. No, Sherman was gone. No, I thought he had one oh, year he had a with, couple him. Years with No, him. Sherman was gone, I think, in 06. Yeah? Yeah, because it was Sherman, then Mike McCarthy well, yeah, took over. Well, yeah, because Favre had McCarthy. Because 07 yeah. was the year that McCarthy took over, and they went to the oh. NFC Championship and lost the Giants. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah, right. Yeah, Favre did have McCarthy. Yeah. You're right. Um, but, but then no. who was right after McCarthy? Uh, it was, it's just it's been him. Right? It's Lafleur. just been the two of them. Yeah. Right? McCarthy and Lafleur. <laughs> facial Lafleur. Total facial. But if you go back through this, look, it's not the coaching. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's the front office. They refuse to put anybody around Aaron Rodgers to help. Look, I don't care if you think D-Hop is the difference between a Super Bowl or, or, or losing the NFC Championship. I don't really give a fuck about your opinion on that because, quite frankly, you're probably wrong. All right? I've forgotten more than you've learned, so shut up. The point that I'm getting at is they have done nothing to make Aaron Rodgers feel welcomed, comfortable, and like he wants to stay well, here I mean, to I will finish say out this. his career. The, he's always, but he's always had a good – the things that they focused on with Aaron Rodgers, line, which they've always had a good line. Sure, because Aaron Rodgers knows how to check in the protections. Look at, it's not the, even the just that. Think, think no, of no, no, the, no, no, the because, pro no, no, bowlers no, no, no. that at, they've had at, in their look line. At the Broncos, look at the Broncos' offensive line when, when Peyton Manning was in versus when Brock Osweiler was, Brock Osweiler was in in 2015. Brock Osweiler got sacked like 17 times against the Raiders. Raiders, They're like Cleo Mack had a field day. Peyton Manning comes in and he doesn't get sacked once. They're, that's a difference. I get that. 
But what happened last year when, uh, what's his name, went down? Bakhtiari went down. They were David like, well, Bakhtiari? Yep. Line's fucked now. That was like their anchor. And you saw the line was fucked. They lost their anchor at the line, and they were just scrambling. Right, and they just were... Just like KC. And they were still... The very, one thing they, that they've they were still, always they had... Were, they were still only decent. one possession away from winning an NFC Championship to get to a Super Bowl. I get it. I, I'm not saying that the, you're wrong. But I'm just saying what they focused on is line and defense. I don't think they've even focused on line. I don't think they've focused on any of that. I don't think they've done anything except well, line their, their own pockets. Their, their line's I think been Green, intact. You know, what I think Green, you know what I think the problem with the Green Bay Packers is? The Green Bay Packers don't have an owner. They don't have one guy, singular, to hold them accountable for his bottom line. Okay? The Broncos had Pat Bolin for a long time, right? The Patriots got Robert Kraft. We all know who the Roonies are and who, who, uh, who the Maras are. Mm-hmm. We all know these names, right? Who's the owner of the Packers? We don't know. There's no one to hold them accountable. So when you have a MVP caliber quarterback, the pay, think about how blessed the Packers are. Since 1991, they've had two quarterbacks. Brett Favre and Aaron fucking Rodgers. Was it 91? Favre? I thought it was 92. It's going to be 32 fucking years they've had two quarterbacks play for them. 16 for Favre. Yes. 16 for Rodgers. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. well, no, it's less. Because no, Favre was 93. No, 16 and 16. This was Aaron Well, Rogers. this is his 16th year, but it's not his 16th year starting. No, no, no. This was his, pa- his 16th year with the Packers. Yes, but he didn't start the yeah, first year. Yeah, he sat for two years. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that... He was still there. Favre was there for 16 years. Yep. Rodgers has been there for 16 years. So who, for, was, who was right for, before Favre, though? Uh, Tom, uh, uh, what was it? Sorry, with an M. Tom uh, Selleck? Nope. Um, the mustache. That's Mr. Baseball. Broke his fucking ankule. Uh, broke his ankle. You mean was J- Jaws? No, no, that was Philadelphia. <clears throat> oh God damn it! It wasn't uh, McMahon. I can. I can't think of who it was before Favre. Tom or Tim? Tom? Tom? Something? Tom Slaney. Nope. It, g- give me, give me a minute. It'll what far, Where did Favre come from before he was a Packer? ATL. Jerry Glanville. Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to say his name. We drafted him. <laughs> All right. We, we, All right. We All right. Like this guy. Or Jerry Glanville so affectionately called him Mississippi. So, but the Packers have fucking screwed the pooch on this a, 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 hundred, a, a hundred ways to Sunday. All right. Guntikist, Brian Guntikist has fucked this situation up so bad. All you had to do last year, like, why did you decide to trade up and take Aaron Rodgers' eventual replacement and not even have the courtesy? The courtesy. Not saying you had to run it by him and make sure he was okay. Just have the courtesy be like, hey, Aaron, just want to let you know uh, this is what we're thinking. Uh, just don't be surprised. Don't worry. Everything's cool. We just want to run it by it, make sure that, you know, like, you know, so that you don't look like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like cheating on your wife. Like, if you and your wife, say you and your wife have, like, one of those open relationships. Okay, like, sure. you know, real fancy, like, in France. And ha, ha, ha. You know, you get you go you get to go out and you know the only rule is is like okay you can go do whatever you want you get a hall pass go have sex with whoever you want just let me know first so that I'm not caught off guard and I don't get you know confronted in the grocery store in the milk aisle and being like hey, what's up I fucked your man bitch like, like and? and I know uh, he did because I told him he could as as she's putting the milk in the carriage okay yeah so <laughs> whatever <laughs> but to get caught with your pants you around know, your ankles your man <laughs> it, it's a, it's a little bit different like what. And then you get all mad, and it's like, ha-ha. And now and it's like, well, yeah, you said we had a hall pass. Yeah, but you were supposed to tell me. But you didn't. It's that little that little of courtesy. Like, that just little fucking boop. Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Hey, I'm going uh, to I'm gonna go meet up with so-and-so for drinks, it, and, uh, you know, we're going to bump some uglies later. Okay, hall pass. Go ahead. You can't go just nuts. go boop. You got to do it. You can't just go boop. What? 
You gotta do the Dominique Foxworth. Come on, do it. Boop boop. Oh, beep boop beep boop. Beep boop beep boop beep boop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got fired off ESPN. He's like, I don't give a shit. I don't need this job. Beep boop beep boop. Yeah. So you, but that's so, that's all no, the Packers had to do. No, here's the one thing that I don't understand. And like you and I talked about it on Thursday when we were doing it. Okay. We all saw the bullshit Niners offer a third third pick of the draft for Aaron Rodgers. That was totally fake. But like I said it that night, if you're the Niners, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, but they didn't. But why not? But the Niners apparently already because had, to, had to set in stone what they wanted to do. Because allegedly, it, because and, allegedly, and John Lynch called and Brian Gunekis and Peter Peter Lefleur, Peter Lefleur, watch it, Lefleur. We're like, nope, not even a bit. It's don't. Why are you even calling us? This isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Packers. Apparently, A Rod had left the Packers in the dark as much as they had left him in the dark. and decided to return the favor. And and that's that's where this comes from because I don't think if you're the Niners, why would you not jump on something? And the third round, the third overall pick is available, and it's like Aaron Rodgers. And you get Jimmy. But do you? But if you're the Niners, though, do you? And this is, and we'll get into this in a second from a Broncos standpoint because obviously, well, we're talking about my Niners now. The so. because the, the 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 obvious landing or the the favored landing, landing place spot, yeah. for Rodgers right now. Which is before Denver. draft, I was all in. I was like, dude, yeah, the Niners should get him. Like, go for it, do it. They should, but if you're the Niners and you think, okay, Trey Lance, okay, we got him, we get him, we say we get him, and he's great for 15 years, do we do that or do we take a flyer on Aaron Rodgers and hope he's good for the next four? Because he is 37. I'd still probably go with Rodgers. I want to be honest with you. I want the sure thing. I want Rodgers, and then I want to bank on possibly getting someone else that I can train under him. But no, I have four solid seasons of competitiveness. Well, you got. I'm a thousand percent. You got to think. You. Think oh, of the okay. offense. Yeah. Think of the offense that Shanahan would build around Rodgers. Like yes, just, exactly. Just, like they already but, have, they already have all the weapons that they need. They already have more weapons than he's ever had in his life. But and then you get Shanahan. Think about the offense that anybody would build around. Let's kind of yeah. But I'm saying like look at look what Jimmy G did for San Francisco. It would be the opposite. Instead of instead of run 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 throw the ball, I'd be like, hey, we're gonna throw the ball all the time and mix in a run. Jimmy G, as much as I want to shit talk him, he still was efficient when he was in the game with he San Francisco. Absolutely efficient. Absolutely. He's, he's top seven. I mean, in every since, quarterback since quarterback. that one playoff game where he threw like completed like seven passes or whatever. Or, what, right. The Super Bowl. Uh, no, it was like, no, the Super Bowl was eleven. Wasn't he like no? He was like seven for eleven or seven something for like eleven. That. Oh and my it, God. In like a playoff game, you're like but, wait. He, that was the NFC Championship. Yeah, they ran for like 260 yards. I guess the Vikings. It was the divisional. divisional. Let's circle the wagons back. Let's get back to where we were going with this. So, you know, San Francisco, that deal was was proven fake. Right. Now, the reason why I want to bring this up is because Vegas, I always refer back to Vegas. Vegas mm-hmm. knows first. Sunday night, the Denver Broncos were 66-1 to 1 odds to win the division. Which I still think I'm I'm still mildly insulted by because sixty six to one. They even with mildly guys, insulted, even with Drew Locke, I still think we're better than sixty six to one. You heard Denver Broncos. The Chiefs also. were going to win your division. Yeah, but sixty six to one. That's that's disrespectful. That, no, it's not disrespectful. It's saying, hey, you play with Kansas City. Sorry, you're not going to win the division. Monday, it's disrespecting one of the top three or four best rosters in the league. But Monday anyway. afternoon, minus the biggest part that they Mon- need. Hold on, Monday mm-hmm. afternoon they jumped to four to one odds. Mm-hmm. Four to one. Mm-hmm. And no other team changed anything. No player trades not happened. In that division. Nothing happened. Not in that division. They were like, all right, the Raiders died. That is a huge indicator that someone in the know in the sports world saying, hold up. News is coming. 
let's prep for this because we don't want to get caught with our pants down and lose out on tons of money because Vegas never loses. No matter what sports book you go to, they win hand over fist. Regardless, if they lose, it's just for the moment. Regardless right. of <laughs> all you people out there, oh, I broke it. I made all these fucking deals. No, Vegas is always insulting someone out there, whether it's you, your mother, your father, whoever it is, they always beat somebody. Absolutely. That's how they keep their money. Vegas is undefeated, actually. Or they'll straight up kill someone that you know. They'll be like, well, you don't owe you no money anymore because you're dead. So... <laughs> Oh, wait, this machine's losing money? Guess we'll just pull Unplug the plug. Unplug it. <laughs> On the person's life support. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's dying there. Oops. Uh, um, yeah, no, Pat, I'm not saying it wasn't Kansas's division to lose. I'm just saying Kansas, it's just, it's disrespectful to the Broncos to put them at 66 to 1. I'm Negative. I, don't, I think it's accurate. I think like so, 40 to 1 would be more. The Chargers would have a better record than you guys Get this year. Get the fuck out of here. If you had Drew Locke and oh, not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. We split with the Chargers give, last year. Give and they, the Drew were, Locke talk a 30-second pause, and let's talk about Rodgers for a goddamn second. Hey, Rodgers. So, if we're, so regardless, <laughs> I don't give a shit that um, the Broncos just traded for, what's his face, Teddy Bridgewater. Means absolutely nothing. Means nothing. Rodgers no, you know, available. You want to know what Teddy Bridgewater is? Exactly what he was in New Orleans. Hey, if he gets hurt, you're going to play. There you go. So, here we go. What do you, if you're the Denver Broncos, what do you give up? And apparently, the Denver Broncos are willing to give it all. Whether that means they're going to give Drew up. Drew Locke, next, round, no. next year's first. Who cares about Drew Locke? Drew Locke is Drew Locke's a throw into this. He's, the, and, and he's the, the toss-in. Well, the Packers wouldn't want Drew Locke anyway. They already you, have their first-round pick. You need a Jordan fucking Love. backup. We've all, we've all seen Moneyball with Brad Pitt. Do, do you mean the backup that already beat out their current number first-round pick? Uh, mm. they probably just stick with the guy they already know. We've all seen Brad Pitt in Moneyball. You got Aaron Rodgers, a bunch of other quarterbacks, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, 50 feet of shit, Drew, <laughs> Drew Locke. Lock. Drew Locke's value couldn't be lower <laughs> no, right now. Yeah, for real. His value is shit, however. <laughs> Joey's like, but that's still my quarterback, So we'll, we'll get in. Give so, me your best T.O. Come on, let me see that bottom lip quiver. <laughs> it's my teammate. It's my quarterback. My quarterback. Listen, Teddy Bridgewater coming into Denver, like Sean said, changes nothing about this deal. Teddy Bridgewater, just to preface this real quick, Teddy Bridgewater, from a Broncos standpoint, if they don't land Aaron Rodgers, Bridgewater is the guy that is there who is just good enough to be able to beat Locke out for the starting job, but not good enough, not so good that when he walks in the door, he's it's automatically his, right. your starter. So that is the exact guy that the Broncos needed to bring in. I said it was uh, so much about Cam Newton if he if he ended up being cut from the Patriots or, or not resigned. I said he would be a great guy to come in, just good enough to might maybe take the job, but not good enough. We're like, he's like, gonna oh push. Boy, he's gonna push. He's gonna push him. Yeah. So now it's up to Drew Locke to either piss or get off the pot. That being said. With Aaron Rodgers now becoming available, everything goes out the window. We don't give a shit about Teddy Bridgewater. We don't care about Drew Locke. I don't really give a shit about either one of those guys if Aaron Rodgers is under center. If we have Aaron Rodgers, number 12, under center. So? We're, we're, we're good. This Instantly. Instantaneous. Hold on. Contender. Hold on. We are now right in the mix before, with Kansas City to win the AFC. Before we get to Joey, what are you giving up for him, Sean? If I'm the Broncos, what, what's, what's an I'm actual, not a Broncos fan. No, but what's an actual so let me give offer you that you from what well, I, no, from I, what I know I know what you're you're gonna say probably exactly what it is because you're in the know. Him and I aren't. We're just little looking at it as like if it was my team, this is what I would give. So if you were the Broncos, what do you pick up the phone and offer? My legitimate offer? Yeah, yeah. The next two first round picks. Okay. And the next two third round picks. Not enough. Not it's enough. Not, it's not enough agreement. That's, and, that's and, what I'm. And, that's what I'm hoping. And Drew Locke. No, no players. No players. Let's not throw players in there. Really? I'm not, like, sprinkle not, it in. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there because what I think it's going to take. You sprinkle um, it in. The, the starting point for this deal, I think, is going to be three first rounds, three firsts, and a player. 
And I think that player is going to be either Cortland Sutton or Tim Patrick. I was going to say what the wide. It's going to be one well, of the wide Tim receivers. Tim Patrick would be nice because Tim Patrick I think has more upside because he hasn't had not, much. Tim Patrick's got time. tremendous upside. He, I mean, think about it. He he dropped zero balls last year. The, he's one of the only one of the. I think he's the only receiver in the league who have, you, who have been targeted wanna... seventy times and have zero drops. He's six foot five. He's ba- he's uh he's what's his name from Pittsburgh. Uh, the kid that got all the hype this year, the rookie. Oh, uh, Claypool. 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 Chase Claypool. He's basically Chase Claypool, but he's been doing this for like two years. And just all right, but here's knew. my thing, though. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go to a team that's already dropping offensive weapons for him. No, that's but if, not true. if you get rid of three first-round picks but Sutton, and, and I don't Tim think Sutton's Patrick, a move. I don't think Sutton's a move. If they ask for him, well, I mean, they yeah. get him. If you ask Joey Fats Radio, roll one, seat one. Hey, Joey, what's up, guys? What's up, buddy? Yeah. Oh, damn, Joey, they had a great draft night show. That was awesome, guys. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, I want to make sure that Keith and, and Sean get their props for that. That was actually a really fantastic watch. I watched, oh, what, two hours and ten minutes of it? Yeah, it was about that, yeah. Almost two and a half hours, I, And yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed every single minute of it. Appreciate you, Pat. Yeah, no, I, I, pre- I don't want to sit there and listen to stupid Mel Kuyper all night. It was a fun show, guys. It was a fun night. By the, by the way, Mel Kuyper? I don't know. I went back and actually read up some of his like talking points while he was on air. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about at some point. <laughs> he talked about some crazy shit like um, uh, like like Zayvon Collins going before Mike Micah Parsons, and I was like, in what fucking world would that happen? Micah Parsons, I guess, has the I mean, off-field issues, but you never, Zayvin, come on, you never, but you never know yeah, with yeah. the NFL draft. You, you never, never underestimate the stupid of a, uh, one of the thirty-two GMs in the NFL. But Pat, yes, thank you very much. I we appreciate you walking, uh, walking, watching, walk, enjoying walk, it on us, and. Uh, I find that a lot of fun. I love doing that. Yeah, that was shit. a great time. Yeah, yeah. it was another good, another good, definitely fun last year and this year. Joey, I didn't, I didn't wake up this morning to to give you a hard time, but can I give you a point on Aaron Rodgers? Sure. Uh, do you think he? And this not, not this is bad about the the Broncos head coach, but do you think Rodgers would respect that guy? He hasn't respected his last two coaches. Uh I disagree. I don't think Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers' issue is with his head coaches. I think he's a head case. The report. Well, I think I think his issues with one, listen, his head coach right now. If you, if you listen to Aaron Rodgers on, no, he doesn't have any issue with. Uh, as a matter of fact, reports except for, coming except out for of, one third down call. Record, down re- call. Reports coming out of Green Bay uh, yep. are that Lafleur is reeling. Lafleur had that. This is this is like a, a a horrifying moment for everyone within the Green Bay bat brass. Wow. Uh, he got along great with McCarthy. He got along great with Lafleur. Uh, there was. All the uh, well, you know, McCarthy wanted out because of the front know, office. And the, and the only reason I know this is because I listen okay. to Pat McAfee show, and I listen to Pat McAfee okay. and AJ Hawk, and Pat. Uh, he's a guest on Pat McAfee show every Tuesday, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it's every uh, Tuesday. Every now. Tuesday during the season, he was a guest I on the show. show. Uh, listen, Aaron Rodgers. I don't have any. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is an asshole. I mean, he like has his parents kicked out of games. Yeah, like that's and, and don't get me wrong, that's weird to me. However. Aaron What's his Rodgers name that plays golf. Remember that? Shit? I don't know like, anything. I, won the Masters I don't know anything about Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. I don't know his personal situation. Maybe his parents were total dickheads, and they decided to be fucking assholes, and he decided to shun them. He hates and, his brother too. And, yeah. yeah, and that's fine. And, and whatever. He, apparently, Listen. he hates every fiance he ever gets. Also true. But look, my my point is this: I don't care. Aaron Rodgers will. God, he'll come in, and he's he's a he's a consummate professional. That's the one, and that's all I care about. Will he come into Denver and? Respect Fangio and and Shermer and and do what he's gonna do within that offense. Then that's all I need him to do. He could, who could probably get in his head positively? Bet you fucking John Elway could and be like, hey, come here for two years, help us beat Kansas City, help us get to the Super Bowl. Listen, if John Elway, let's be honest right now. Tell me, 
Tell me that we've been watching that happen. No, oh. no <laughs> we've literally been watching that happen the whole entire time. Yeah, that's great. But Aaron Rodgers absolutely would love to play in the West and go up against Pat Mahomes twice a year. You, so which I think is a very overlooked part. If you of don't this think field, he would love to do that, he would absolutely he would relish it. He'd be like, "Yep, I could beat this guy twice." If a year. Rod comes to Denver and we get Pat, we get Mahomes, Rodgers twice a year. That's a Sunday night and a Monday night game. I was just going to say, you know it'd be yep. a Sunday night game and or a Monday night game and then another. I also, I hate quoting LeVar Arrington because I think he absolutely knows nothing about anything in life because <laughs> I think he has so much CTE that he's just brain dead. He said he talked to Russell Williams. Russell Williams. Who's brain Russell dead? Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell, Russell Williams. Wilson. Yeah, I, that, that, I'm the brain dead he's one. He's a thriller miner. Um, he talked to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wants to play with Oakland. Which is already a fuck up. Just so he could play against Pat Mahomes. So he could play against Pat Mahomes. He wants to play against the, the, the Could Raiders. you imagine if it was if the if the division If the West like, turned into Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson, no. and Herbert? I mean It'll make John Green And Herbert yeah. Herbert That's being fine. your weakest link. Herbert punching a fucking name. Why did I go to this freaking San Diego? I mean think, think about it right now. If Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, Derek Carr becomes the worst quarterback in the division. By far. Oh. Well, not by far. He's right yeah, there. I mean, Herbert Herbert. And, I mean yeah. let's give Oh, I'm I'd, just saying I'd take Herbert over Carr all day. I've yeah, already only only because I've already seen what Carr can do. And we don't I, know exactly. And we don't I'm know how much at, better Herbert. I'm looking can at be. Herbert's ceiling, thinking might be higher. Also, Herbert is just like, dude, you can beat the shit out of me. I'm still making this. But pass. on a on a on a that, you know on what? a good That's day a good though, point. Derek Carr is. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. So he's got that going for him. But uh, no, Pat, I have I would have no no worries about Aaron Rodgers coming okay. into Denver and having a. Uh, a beef with the coaching staff or because if he did, if he thought that was going to be a, a, a problem, he wouldn't name Denver as his preferred place to be. Not just that, but he'd just stay in green Bay or allegedly. Refer, like you got to think about this, wherever, wherever he ends up, he's immediately happy because he's not yeah. in green Bay. But, That's fair. but where is he going to maximize his happiness? Is it going to be Denver or is it going to be L.A.? San or, Francisco. Or, I mean, uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> Brady went to the fucking Bucks and was happy. The Sean's like New Bucks England. And was happy. No, it's past New England at this point. Wow, really? No yeah. way. Yeah. No way. That's when they they called the parents. I know, and Pat, you were on the phone when I called it a couple months ago when I said this time next year Aaron Rodgers will be a New England Patriot. Oh, Talk man. about a fucking curveball, baby. I've never Gosh. been happy. I've never been happier to be wrong. But, but then again, Sean thought it was going to be a Rod, Odell, and. Couple other guys. No, listen, Odell is still a possibility, man. Oh, here we go. It's a, yeah. Listen, it's, you've been trying to blow up this fire for three years now. Dude, I, I was right about Rogers. I got the place wrong, but I was right. If I was, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm calling Atlanta right now. I'm being like, oh, listen, give me that Julio guy. It has, to be, guy. It what, has, to, be past, it has you, to be past June first. Give me what that Julio want? guy. Well, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I think it's not going to take place until June first, but we'll get into that in a second. Same but, thing with Odell. Uh, but no, but uh, Pat, what else did you have for us, buddy? I know you had another question. Is there any chance, Joey, he could get stolen by the Saints? Um, very. No. They have, they I don't, have nope. no money. I don't think so, simply they, because they, I don't think they can make it work uh, monetarily. Well, they, they've already okay. restructured 15 contracts. Yeah, I don't think okay. they have I don't any think they can movement. go anywhere else in litigation with that. Yeah, as much as they would like to, I don't think they can afford it. Because Aaron Rodgers' contract is, what, $38 million this year? Thirty-seven. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about 27 of it. I thought it was like 21 and a half. No, it's 27. It we talked about it yes, on Thursday. 21. It was 27 or something no, 20, yeah, 21. 21 and a half. It was 21 because it's 21 and a half. If he's the traded after cap. June 1st, it'd be 21. Uh, the, the Packers would owe 21 and a half this year, 17 next year. Right. But depending on how the trade works and what the language is, the Broncos could absorb the contract and, and that would help 
the, that would actually bring down the price. Well, the dead money wouldn't be as bad because the dead money for the Packers yep. wouldn't wouldn't hurt as bad. So yep. I think three firsts is too much. I do too. I'd say if, I just think that's going to be... you're going to do two firsts and two thirds, like you said. I like that deal. Two I firsts, think, two thirds. I oh, I, I love that deal. Uh, I don't think it's probably. I think it's going to be two. I think it's going to be three third, uh, three firsts, a third. A probably like a fifth, and then like a swapping of like you know the uh, fourth see, or sixth again, and it goes and back I, to the. And, but and, it goes, and then and then I think you might have to throw in a player too. No, it's what you said to start off. Thirty-seven-year-old quarterback. I'm not giving you more than four picks. Right, but it's not just yeah. your run-of-the-mill. This isn't Carson Palmer uh, yeah, but going guess to Arizona. What? But there, there. This, this is a guy that Joey, just what won do we the always MVP. Say? What do we always say? Just like Julio, just like all the other guys that want to be traded. Bro, your hand is shown. We know yeah. he wants out. We know you guys aren't talking to each other. You're right. We don't have to give you three first-round fucking picks. We, what you do is you be a dickhead, and you offer one, two seconds, and two-thirds. But Rodgers is also offered to retire if he doesn't get traded. True. Correct. Oh, okay. so, but, which hurts so the now, Packers. So which if hurts you're the, the Packers, Packers you're like, oh, you're going to give me four picks? You're going to give me two firsts and two-thirds? Uh, fucking uh, give me it because I'm about to lose when so I have to pay the bastard. No, you're not wrong. I mean, I think the longer this draws out, the the more it favors what the what the uh, the price is going to be. It favors the buyer. Absolutely. But at the same time, I think though, even right now, even I think right now, you a, can't. But if there's a bidding war between Vegas and Denver, if the Raiders and the Broncos are bidding for his services, the Raiders are gonna don't get be him. surprised if it takes three first round. No, I don't think I don't necessarily think that's true. Do you think Denver would be willing to give up more? Yeah, if the, the Raiders, Raiders don't only, the Raiders still have a bunch of picks from all the deals they did? But the Raiders don't have shit on offense. What do they got? They got fucking, uh, what's his name? The Speeds are from Alabama. Hey, uh, Rig, Higgs, Riggs. Riggs. That's Riggs. it. That's really it, Ruggs. dude. Rugs. Henry Rugs. Joey, I heard the Raiders could offer a tight end car and first round picks for Rodgers. I heard that today. No. They would never give up. They're not going to give up Waller to get Rodgers because Rodgers and, and Waller. Right, because why would you? Because then you're, then you're robbing Peter to pay Paul at that mm-hmm. point. Because Rodgers okay. and Waller would light it up. Okay. Just the same way Fanton Rodgers would light it up. I mean, listen, so you're I'm not wrong. I, I'm I'm just saying I, I think Den there's a reason why Denver is the leader in the clubhouse right now. A because they have they have the best they have the be, uh the, the best pieces to give up, right? Okay, if the Packers yeah. want a player and they want Tim Patrick or even say Cortland Sutton, hey, listen, they can make that work. And I'd be I, I'm listen, I'm not cool. I'm not gonna be like thrilled that we gave up Cortland Sutton, but you've got Jerry Judy. Right. You've got KJ Hamler, you've got Noah Fant, and then you usher in Tim Patrick. Uh, was it Seth Williams, the kid they just drafted from Auburn, the one I sent you the, the yeah. most disrespectful touchdown reception of the year last now, year in college football? You know what's the team that's kicking themselves in the ass right now? Hmm. Indy. Why Indy? Ooh. Why? Because they shit. It was tight lipped about Aaron Rodgers not you know being available, not being available, whatever. All this shit went on until after they traded for Carson Wentz. That's too bad. I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. No, but, right. But think yeah, about this. Think if they never traded for Wentz and all this shit came out with Rodgers. You don't think Indy would be all in on that? Of course they would. Big time. And, they, Indy, and they'd have shit to give. Indy was stupid. There's and Frank that. Wright was like, I know Carson. He's a but good person. Do you, but do you think? Yeah, if, I get but, it. But but if you don't know that you can get an Aaron Rodgers or that type of a quarterback, you're going to go for the at, next at, best at thing. At the same time, though, it's it, it's not necessarily – it's not a shield because who's to say that the Colts would have wanted to give up the price – to get Aaron Rodgers when they know that they've got four or five or six significant guys coming up in the next two to three years or one to three years that they're going to need to re-sign, pay, and and yeah. have on under contract. You know what I mean? You're talking about Quentin Nelson. You're talking about, uh, I, I, I believe, Buckner's uh, mm-hmm. 
deal's up. I think the, the Leonard's uh, would the, be coming the, up. The Maniacs deal's going to be up soon. There's a lot of guys that Indy's going to have to pay, and that's why they didn't go out and spend in free agency because they were like, no, we got to pay our own guys. Um, that being said, no, I, I don't think Indy takes. I don't, listen, yeah, yeah, it might suck, but you got Carson Wentz. If you believed in Carson Wentz enough to sign him back and get him back in March. I sure should. Then you you believe. We know, Sean. You also don't believe in Josh Allen. So you know, yeah. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, Man. if we knew Aaron Rodgers was going to become available, we would never got Carson Wentz. Yeah, well, no fucking shit. <laughs> if you knew Aaron Rodgers was going to fall to 25, you know, you would maybe you would have uh, you would you wouldn't have drafted him. Like, whatever. But my point is this. The Broncos and the Raiders right now are the only two teams that are being mentioned. Right. There's always yeah. a dark horse out there somewhere, and you got to be you got to be who's uh, the dark mind, horse? Mindful of that. Right now, I mean, Houston Texans. You just don't know. Dude. You know, I was thinking that. No, I was honestly Rogers, thinking that, but because Rogers isn't going to go there. Dude, I know they're holding the sign out in yeah. front. We'll trade Watson for. No, you got to you got to look at teams that would realistically that Rogers would realistically go to. Like I could see honestly. If like if, if, like, if, if Dave if, Gettleman wasn't such a fucking idiot, I could absolutely see the Giants being in on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. honest Giants. What would have been a good landing I'm not, spot? I'm sorry, not Gettleman. Um, same, something like that. I think yeah, it is like Gettleman. That, yeah, it's no, Gettleman. Gettleman went to North Carolina, didn't he? No, he it's came from Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Gettleman. I'm flipping flopping those. Oh, yeah, my Jesus bad. Christ! Why are you you're confusing the show? Yeah, no, yeah, you're Gettleman's right. a fucking moron. Because Gettleman came out and, and said on the record the other day when they asked him about, "Hey, Aaron Rodgers being available, this, that, and the other thing." You know, what, you know what he said? It's none of my business. <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. If I was a Giants <laughs> fan and I heard that, I would be livid because I'd be like, um, "That is exactly your business, <laughs> you fucking Isn't asshole." Isn't that what you're paid to do? Nope. See, for me, the team that would have benefited the most. Which just made a blockbuster deal and got a quarterback was the Rams. Oh shit! If yeah. if the Rams didn't do the Stafford deal and all, like again, uh, I, I do, know but it's I later. Don't, I don't know that the Wait. Rams would have had the would have been able to absorb the contract though. That's no, they the could. Tricky you part. know, they could. Stafford's think... no, dude. Stafford makes more than than Rogers. No, I don't. Not this year. I no, don't, not no, this year. I don't think. I don't think that thirty eight million dollar price tag on Rogers. I think was the killer. Dude, but Stafford's like 34, 35, Man, he's not cheap. I think he was low thirty. I think he was thirty one or thirty two. Yeah, I think he's thirty two. Listen, I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say McVay and Rogers. I don't think would get along. What, two, two well, smart guys together? I think that Rodgers would find McVay annoying. Maybe. McVay would be frustrated by Rodgers' lack of cooperation. I wonder who's older. Probably Rogers. Rogers it's, is definitely uh, older. No, it's McVay. No, Rogers McVay is older. McVay just turned 38. Oh, I thought he just turned 36. Okay. I think he went to the Super Bowl at 37. That's that, was, all right. that was two or three okay, years right. ago. I think McVay is 38, 39 now. But he's still 30. Okay. So. Yeah, he's still, he's still under 40. And he's still got arguably the hottest girlfriend in the entire NFL. I think it's his wife now. As it, as, it should be. as it should be. I mean, he Google should. He just, should. Just Google it. Just, just the he should. He should have put. He should put a ring on that. But, uh, but no, Pat. I think uh, it's gonna. It's gonna be wild, Pat. In a couple of weeks, when um, I will be have been dead wrong uh, about where Aaron Rodgers will be Week playing next strong. year, and I will be so dead wrong Gotta that I will wrong. be so fucking elated um, that the Denver Broncos are. Going to have Aaron Rodgers under center you know, opening it's, day. It's it's fun. Maybe because I know Joey so well. It's fun when the Denver Broncos are more competitive. Because actually, yeah, the, there's, there's, a, there's, a the of, there's a lot of Broncos fans in our area. Broncos, NFC's better when the Broncos are good. I miss hating the Broncos and Peyton Manning. I miss that as a sports fan. Well, I miss hating any team that any great quarterback is on. Like, I hated the Colts when Peyton Manning was on because it was fucking Peyton Manning. He was great. 
So, like, when those guys did retire, like, I love Peyton Manning now because I never have to face like, him. Like, I don't have to lose to him anymore. Like, like, now I have, like, a different hatred. I have, like, go-away hate with Josh Allen. He's like, everyone's like, oh, Josh Allen, look at that throw. It's so crisp. They're like, <laughs> like, fuck these people. These people are clowns. Like, two but, years ago, they're like, but, this dude's dog shit. But two years ago, and I was like, bro, this dude looks like he could be something. And you're like, nah, man, he sucks. And I'm like, I don't know, man. You watch him. Like, when you actually yeah, watch him, yeah. dude's got a rocket of an arm. Nah, Josh dude's Allen move the fucking pocket, and he could escape you. Yes, Josh When he's faster yeah. than your linebacker right. and Big the guys bitch. that are running at him, if there's nobody open, he can tuck it down and take out your linebacker. I'm all right with that. Uh, he got concussed doing that last year or two years ago. So. And then he said, fuck off, slide. <laughs> he said, okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for proving my point. Big doofus. Okay. Big doofus with a big ass arm and fucking legs nah, that make you we'll turn. We'll see. We'll see. I, listen, uh, I'm listen, all I, in I, on Josh I'm, Allen. I'm a big Josh Allen I love fan, Josh so. Allen. You and I have been saying it for the past years. I'm like, dude, this kid's going to do something. Yeah, unfortunately, Sean's dead I ass wrong on this. Wait. The only thing that's good for Sean is that They're the Patriots wrong. did something in order to help compete with this the Bills true. within the division. Now. Actually, we're going to get into that, but I know we're going to probably have to let go of Pat. Pat, I just want to ask you, did, you, you, hear, did yeah. you hear about yeah. the Saints trying to trade up right before the Patriots picked uh, on Thursday? I didn't know that. I okay. figured I figured they were going to get like a Garoppolo or wait for a veteran. I didn't know they were going to trade up and try to get a back Okay, Jones. so I'm not going to bury the lead. Pat, stay tuned and we'll get into it while we're talking about the Patriots and the draft picks. And uh, I'll fill you in on that draft pick that almost happened by the Saints. Awesome, boys. Hey, thank you guys. Have a good night. I'll be later, Pat. Pat, Pat thank you, brother. Pat, shake it easy. Hey, so, uh, good call from Pat. Um, Always. Always good. Brings up a lot of good points, though. You know, the, the point he brought up about A-Rod getting along with the coaching staff and having respect for Fangio. Listen, Fangio's been in this league a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. He's got the respect of that locker room. He's a defensive guy. It's it's more the the uh, the, the Pat Shermer-led offense that I think he's going to need to. If anything, Fangio getting Rodgers goes, ah, I can just worry about defense now. Mm-hmm. It's I'm telling you right now, and look – you, we talk a lot about the Broncos on the show, obviously, because I'm a Broncos fan, so it comes up a lot. But when you look at the Broncos roster, all right, two through 53, that is a top five or six roster in the NFL right now. Good when you look roster. at Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Big Shelby on the line, Jarrell Casey, you got uh, Ronald, uh, they just signed Darby uh, from Washington, they get uh, Kyle Fuller, they draft Sertan, the they re-sign Justin Simmons. Fuller's a big one. That that secondary, that defense, going into next year, like that defense is going to be disgusting next year. Whether regardless of who's under center, how good it's going to be is going to be dictated by who's under center next year. Because yeah, if how much it's time Aaron, they're on the field, if it's Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is getting three or four extra possessions a game based off of that defense every single week. Whether it's you know three and outs, turnovers, turnovers whatever. That that defense is going to be grossly gross. Sorry, I lost. Oh, okay. Gross. <laughs> gross. Me and Sean are like gross. Poi poi. Uh, you gonna play with your poi poi? It's gonna be. It's it's gonna be. It, they're gonna be nasty. Okay. Then they go out and you look at the offensive side of the ball right now as it sits. We've talked about the receivers: Sutton, Judy, uh, Hamler, Tim Patrick. Patrick. You've got uh, Seth Williams, the kid from Auburn. Then they go out and they move up in the second round to draft uh, Williams, the running back out of North Carolina. Good pick. Who, in my opinion, was the best running back in the draft. I think Najee Harris and him were kind of like one and one. Mm -hmm. I don't mind Etienne. One and one A. I like Etienne. Etienne was. But Etienne, I think it's going to be terrible because he's going to Jacksonville. 
with actually, Trevor Lawrence. I actually don't think that's bad. You know what's a fun fact? He's, he's with his boy. Fun fact. Trevor Lawrence has had more first-round draft picks spent on his supporting cast than Aaron Rodgers has. Hmm. True story. Very true story. It took two hours. Think about that for one second. Let that one just, like, click with you real quick. Trevor Lawrence. The Jacksonville Jaguars have spent more first-round picks to help out Trevor Lawrence than the Green Bay Packers have spent to help out Aaron Rodgers. By the way, really small segue, and I don't want to get into it much other than this. Trevor Lawrence, beautiful signature. Yes. Blown away by the kid's signature. Everyone today is like, initials, F-K. Him, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's like old school. Yeah. It matches his hair. Well, well listen, he's just beautiful. going back to that sunshine flowing. mentality. It you is. Know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Blue, beautiful, flowing, and sunny. It's like so quisp. I'm quisp. You can make out I'm every. Tori, uh, I, I, listen, I'm a, we mentioned it before, but that Broncos secondary is going to be disgusting. Pat Sertan, to me, was the best defensive player in the draft. I like J.C. Horn better. J.C. Horn's a better... J.C. Horn might be better it was more overall. Of a, I think it's a more scheme fit. A better fit. fit. It's a better fit. Sertan, I think, can do anything. Horn is I mean, more of an up-in-your-face man, like kind of lockdown guy. They both take after their dads yes. in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, right. J.C. Horn, for those who don't know, Joe Horn was his dad. Did you Joe see, Horn, did you yes, see Joe Horn cell phone and go off on Aaron Rodgers? About, no, 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 about furious. the coverage for his son. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers Aaron dominated, Rodgers the, dominated coverage. Yeah. the coverage. Yeah, he dominated that much. He was like, you know, my boy got picked, and there was no camera, there was no nothing. They Listen, I like J.C. Horn a lot. I think he's fun. I think he's going to be a tremendous player, and I think Carolina absolutely nailed a home run on that one. And then, and the Cowboys did not know you had interest in Sertain or Sertain. Yeah, because they that was they, they were going were for that was they were going for him. They were like, yeah. fuck it. We're well, I guess we're going to get. I guess we're going to get Parsons now. This fills the void for me. For when the Broncos didn't draft Patrick Peterson in 2011, they took Vaughn Miller instead. Mm-hmm. I wanted Patrick Peterson. I was a big Patrick Peterson well, guy. Well, Pat Peterson coming out was huge. Yeah, I know. And he was, dude. He, and, and he was, and he was great. And he, he lived up. Great. He lived up to the hype every single year. He's up until great. like this year, been when he great. Lost like four. Is steps. great. Vaughn Miller. I mean, I can't really be upset about that pick. It was, you know, just Super Bowl MVP, bro. I, I feel mean, like I feel like bloodline. I think picks, we did okay. Yeah, I think bloodline picks. I always feel more confident with bloodline. Well, picks. look at Winfield Jr. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Nasty. He was a second-round pick, and everyone was like, oh, he's too bulky. He fucking hey, dominated. Oh, wait, just like they said, oh, well, you know, Antoine Winfield, he's just too small to play cornerback. And yeah. then you're like, oh, 26 years later, he's still in the fucking league. Yeah, and, and then, dude, Buffalo he, to Minnesota he hugged his dad in the Super Bowl it. on the field, and he was like, come here, little guy, and, like, hugged his father, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. a mountain like, of a man. How did you make that? Same thing. I'm like, oh, my is your, God. Is your mom China? I married a tall wife. <laughs> China. Uh, but no, so let's get in, let's get into the draft a little bit because obviously we want to so, we want to talk a lot about the Patriots. But let's talk about the first couple picks first. Oops. The first three picks, I think, went mostly no, the, the way I, everybody I, thought. I really didn't think we were going well, Lance. We went Trevor Jones, uh, Trevor Jones, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> Trevor Jones, uh, Jesus Christ, the Wilson? kids Morgan Wilson, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, Zach Wilson. Yep. And then Trey Lance. And then Trey Lance. I honestly Trey Lance, thought, Mac Jones was like the one part where you were like, Well, and we were talking about it on Thursday. Coin. And the Niners were like, Jones, 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 Jones. We love Jones. We love Jones. I thought they were doing that to take fields. Well, it came out. We I talked honestly, about it yeah, on Thursday. I honestly thought in, in my heart of hearts that they were going to take fields. We talked about it on Thursday that in the last 48 hours before Thursday, from Tuesday to Thursday morning, the real plans had come out that it's Trey. It's been Trey Lance all along. They would just right. they would just throw out smoke signals to kind right. of fuck with teams. But I on I honestly thought they were gonna go for Justin Fields. Um, 
I no, don't. They they said never was a consideration. They never went to his pro days. They never went to his scouting com- combines, and it was true. It was they did go to Trey Lance's scouting combines. Scouting. I can't. It's speak a Scottish. I know. I'm, 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 I'm having a. I'm I gotta shake the rust off. It's, it's been Yard. two weeks. It's been two weeks. Scotland Yard. So that was the first time where I was. I, I said my pick too. I said, you know what? I think it is Trey Lance. I think they were blowing smoke. I there's too much of the lifting of the smoke. To, to still be Mac Jones. And they also heard a lot of the, the feedback from fans. Oh, yeah. They've been told for three weeks it's Mac Jones, and the outrage was, the fat white kid! Well, like, people I lost mean, their minds. Don't we Max, already have Max, GBG? Max Kellerman basically was like, listen, San Fran. That's racist. If you draft Mac Jones, what do you say? Uh, what do you say? End quote, my antennas up. Uh, because the San Francisco 49ers were allegedly preferring Mac Jones to Trey Lance. And he was like, mm, my antennas up. I don't know. This is probably racist because, you know, Max Kellerman has become just a fucking hack. He's oh, not yeah. an analyst. They, He's nobody nothing. anymore. I mean, he if anybody still thinks Max Kellerman is worth his weight in anything after the whole... Quiff, quiff, oh, he's, quiff? The, he's great just with boxing. boxing. Boxing, he knows he's everything. He's a genius. He's a, maybe he should just definitely yeah, stick to should. boxing. He then. should because when he does just boxing, oh, dude, he is so like eloquent, the things that he points smart. out. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, he's I never would have. I know he was a big boxing guy, and huge. I, it still is. And huge. I know, I know, I know that. But I mean, he's all he is. All he is is on on uh, whatever. What is first thing? All he is is just another like LeBron James race baiting. Which we'll talking head. We'll get to LeBron James. Yeah, we'll get to LeBron and his race. So for me, like with the third pick, I mean. Lance does check the boxes for for the 49ers. But does. North Dakota State. Like that's that's your number 3 pick. Didn't Josh Allen go to North Dakota State? Trey Lance. I thought he was Wyoming. Not white. Check. What did I thought Josh okay, Allen was good. Wyoming. Okay, good. We got we got was Max Max Kellerman's so. not going to kill us. Now. I could be All wrong, right, but I thought he was Wyoming. So, yes. So like I mean Trey Lance, what is he at? 20 20 games under his belt? Very true. 18 games Keith, under his belt. I Didn't Trey Lance have the most in-game experience of oh no it was Tra- it was no, Mond no, no. Uh, right. Ke- Kellen Mond had the most in had the most game experience of anybody drafted on uh, Sunday I mean uh, in the uh, no Sunshine Sunshine okay, was a true freshman Sunshine. because because yeah. because uh, Zach Wilson Zach Trey Wilson Lance, only had two years Trey Lance had eighteen I- I'm games. saying for this past year yeah that's what I, oh for this past for this year. past year this like past COVID season. year I'm fairly certain Kellen Mond played the most games out of anybody probably. Probably. Because Sunshine had three games off. Yeah. So he got hurt and then COVID, whatever else. Which is just kind of one of those weird things. I mean, it was obviously it was because of the. Uh, but the I mean, pandemic, the thing with Trey Lance, the, here's the good things you can say about Trey Lance. He didn't throw a pick. Dude, not only that, when you watch him throw, he has terrible mechanics. Like he doesn't Awful use. Mechanics. He doesn't use his lower body to no, throw it's all the ball. Arm. His arm is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He flicks his wrist, and that ball is. Gone. It's almost like Vic. It's the, the Vic arm motion. Ta- I'm yeah. telling you, it's unbelievable. I would have, if he was Trey Lance was still there, I would have taken Trey Lance in a heartbeat. I'm listen. I'm intrigued by Trey Lance. Well, I'm really interested am. to see what they do with him. If he's going to start right away, no, if they're going to they have the Jimmy G year, like. Well, the Jimmy G thing is funny because Jimmy G is basically a lame duck quarterback at this point. Yeah. Yep. And they, they know about d- it today. Damn well that he's not their guy. They don't care about him, and nobody's going to give you anything for him. Yeah. There's. He's going to hit the streets, and where's he going to go? New England. Not here Houston? Anymore. No, not anymore. Houston's a good bet because Nick Casario, and it's, yeah. a, like, it's like a Patriots derivative. Yeah. It's my only – I mean, maybe that, or maybe maybe he goes over to, like, Tennessee to be a backup with Mike Vrabel, or, or maybe down to Miami to be a backup. I mean, I don't know. The only thing is with Miami is, like, you got a young quarterback, so you don't think you really want to bring that circus to town. All right. I don't know you what's know going on I, with Miami, You too. know where I could see him end up, honestly? Minnesota. No, they just drafted Kellen Mond. 
I don't think Kellen Mond. No, be. they're not. They're not. Minnesota's not bringing him in. That's what I say. I I, I like Kellen Mond. Uh, big I, arm, I, nothing much else. But I think it's I think it's a perfect situation for him because he gets to sit. Kirk Cousins has two years left yeah, on his he's contract. Got two years left. He's gonna sit for two years behind Cousins. And get groomed. I think it's actually a perfect situation for Mon, and it gives the Vikings enough time to, to actually look at, look at him and see and be like, okay, this isn't what we need. We need something else because we, but we still have time with with Cousins. That being said, I think uh, I, I think Detroit would be a good place for Jimmy G. Yeah, they got golf. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, go with golf. They got golf. They, I mean, yeah, they but got golf. golf will be done in a year. Yeah, but they have him for what two, two years? Yeah, but, what do you, but do, who do you what do you bring in? I mean, look, we all know the Lions are going to be trash this year. What about the Bears? Because that's what they are every year. No, they the just Lions drafted reaction, Justin Fields. The Lions' reaction in the draft room over drafting a player. Oh my was, God, we were talking about. They were all jumping up and down, partying, hugging, hugging. Men like, were kissing in the yeah, mouth. Legit in the mouth. Give me that mouth. It was all about drafting Sewell. Look, which don't get me twisted. That's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Who's he protecting though? <laughs> Who gives? Doesn't a shit? matter. It doesn't matter. You the get play the best offensive King. line. In the, you get the you get the best offensive lineman in the draft. You take the best available if you're Detroit. And like, he was right? the best when offensive lineman. When you're in the a draft. shit team, and the, you let the draft come to you, you take the best available. You just need players. Well, and, and it's like what I said on on Thursday. Detroit is going to turn into a running team again. They're going back to the running game. Well, Sewell, can't wait to talk about my team. Sewell, <laughs> Sewell is a guy that is a run blocker. We drafted a his pass blocking running back. His pass blockings, eh? But when it comes around. to like run blocking and being a lead blocker, the dude's got it. No. So if you're running Swift, Johnson, and AP still, which I still can't believe AP is going to be running. Gotcha kneecaps. Because <laughs> they biting on the way up, let no, me tell you. No, Peterson's not coming back. Yeah. He wants to play for somebody else. He's a free agent. They didn't sign him again. Oh, I thought AP, he was going, yeah, AP is a free agent. I thought he was going back to Detroit. He says he, he says he wants to go to a contender, and everyone's just like, nope. I'd take him as the third running back in Denver right now. Why okay. wouldn't you? I'd take him in New England. People are still taking Frank. Look, people are still taking Frank Gore. Put the two of them side by side. AP's Frank, Gore, you, Frank Gore has quietly had one of the most majestic careers of any running back to ever I thought Keith was going somewhere totally different with put Frank Gore and AP side by side. I'm like, don't you dare. So we're not giving Joey that kind of, right. that kind of all thing. All we're going to need like a four-inch ruler, and we're only going from the knee. <laughs> but I'm saying, <laughs> but if you put them, listen, if you did a combine right now with those two old MFs, yeah. AP would smoke Frank Gore. Maybe it would smoke most people. I mean, maybe, but maybe physically, like in a combine. But on I the just field, said in the combine, AP Frank would beat Gore, me in a race on his knees. Frank Gore is not. <laughs> Frank Gore isn't really like you know. He's shown he can still do Listen, it. On the I'm field not field. saying Frank Gore is a piece of shit. That's not what I'm saying. I didn't say oh, you what did. I'm saying is for the two old men that run in the league still, because they probably are the two oldest running backs in the league. AP can still run like a 30-year-old, not a 36-year-old. Right, but what, you know what I'm saying? saying? Whereas Frank Gore is running right. more like the 40-year-old Keith Byer right, at this right, point. Right, where, where are we going with this right now? We're debating which geriatric running back is actually going to be I, more productive. You wouldn't take AP in your team? I just said I would take you him would as the third. You would take AP in your yeah, team? Yeah, minimum? Yes. Sure, yeah, why You're going to take him as the third. And all Do of I sudden, expect him to make it out of training listen, camp? No. Yeah, you're going to take him as the third running back. By week six, he's your starter. And you're like, wow, how the fuck that No, not this year. No. No, not happening. Not, not, not with Everybody Melvin. said that in Washington. My no, boy Melvin came out Gordon. and ran for 1,000 yards. Everybody That's said totally that in Detroit, different. and he came out and put up 800 yards. I mean, I, I yes, and those were two very bad football teams. That tells you. That also had three running backs Listen, ahead of him. That also tell, but that point. tells you all you need to know. 
They were bad. Yes, because they were bad football I think, teams. I think the reason they're bad football teams is because they're poor evaluators of talent. I and then the ancient Adrian Peterson's able to come in and be like, I can do this better. I think Adrian Pe- I think what Keith's saying is Adrian Peterson is Tanya Harding, his other teammates. <laughs> when the guys are slipping coming out of the shower, he's like, bitch, you fell down. Look, I'm going to tell coach. It's like that scene. Three weeks. It's like you that broke scene. your butt cheek. It's like that scene in uh, Blood, ver- Blood versus Bone or whatever, Blood and Bone. That, that dude and he's like Kimbo Slice comes in the bathroom oh, and like in jail my God. and the guy's just like wet towel to the eye shank boom ba 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 anybody want to fuck with me tell him don't and it's just like all right, damn it's the end of the movie that was the opening scene of the movie and then also the best scene of the movie so you don't need to watch Blood and Bone it was just okay I, I watched it all night at one, I watched it one night um, I watched it all night on repeat and, I didn't. and and it was just it was just okay it was just okay the the opening shower scene in the prison is the best part but anyway um, so draft to the draft yep so the first three picks went basically as, as we predicted. A- expected uh, the next couple of picks weren't expected the Panthers no, not not the Bengals the Bengals I think fucked up royally as usual. They went with the receiver. They got Joe Burrow, his boy. They reunited Joe Burrow with his boy. Dude. They like, literally, I know, but they literally but they just showed taken. a picture of Joe Burrow's knee, and yep. his incision is about this long. Yep. And they're like, and they're going receiver. Yeah, and Sean and I are like, well, this is where you take Sewell. I said, you should take Sewell, but I said, the Bengals are going to be Bengals, and they, I guarantee they're going to take wide receiver. And you were sure right. Sure enough, they take mm-hmm. Jamar Chase right off the bat. I mean, Jamar Chase is not a bad draft pick. It's, it's a good spot, but Well, we talked about it. You lose A.J. Green. You put Jamar Chase in his place. You'd rather have Jamar Chase right now. I'm not overly familiar with the Bengals' uh, depth chart right now, what they have on the offensive line, but uh, I have I'm going to tell you what they have on, on the offensive line. Twas. They have nothing. Trash. Dude, the Bengals fans booed that were live. Yeah, they wanted Sewell. I don't, this point, but the fans booing doesn't – I don't care about fans I know, booing. but still, fans, but like – Fans are retarded. Listen, the Knicks fans booed when they draft Porzingis. Yes. <laughs> And now, uh, and now he's in Dallas. Dude, I don't tearing know. it the fuck up. Yeah. I'm sorry, Zach Wilson. If not to go back to that second round pick, Zach Wilson looked terrified of being at the draft in around black. Zach Wilson looked like he was 13 years old. Every time they had a picture around black, uh, it's specifically around he's like, black he's like guys. This. He's like, <laughs> someone tweeted out, "Yo, this man threw up gang signs," and Zach Wilson was ready to call the national guy. <laughs> I legit died laughing. <laughs> But like all, he looked uncomfortable all night. He was good. They yes, jumped, they Sean. He just found his ball hair, and now he, he's on he national came, TV. He came from BYU directly, <laughs> and they were just like. So, to the so to so Cincinnati, I go okay. So they they fucked up. Maybe I guess mm-hmm. Detroit is the beneficiary of that. Yes, yep. they are. The pa- the Panthers take J.C. Horn, which was great a good pick. pick, which I thought was a great pick. Yep. The Broncos then at number nine surprised everybody with, with Justin Sertain. Fields. Oh, first with surprise. Justin Fields still on the board. Yes. The Broncos passed on Justin Fields, and they went with Patrick Sertan. I wouldn't be surprised which, with Mac Jones either, because I think Mac Jones had a potential because actually, Elway. Yeah, Mac Jones and Justin Fields were yes, both on the board. Yes, because I think Elway, Mac Jones, incredible completion uh, percentage. Like, he was the best all-time in college football. For which is season. why I think he's going to be a great fit in New England, but we'll get that in a second. Yep, well, we'll plus he's, you know, Bama. The big thing, the big takeaway from the draft when the Broncos took Sertan, for me, was, okay, they went out and they got the best defensive player in the draft. That's who they, they, they decided. Arguably, absolutely. They best, said, corner, best corner. Best defensive player, period. I mean, mm-hmm. Mika Parsons was, Parsons was close. Parsons is, is really uh, good. Jalen Phillips, the, the the guy that Miami took from Miami. I think the thing with Parsons is he's a little more versatile. You could line him up in a few different spots. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Patrick Sertan is going to be the best. He's, he, his, he's probably going to win defensive rookie of the year. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if he's I wouldn't be surprised if he has like, five I mean, or six both, interceptions this year. There. So, that being said... You go out, you get the best defensive player in the draft. 
at number nine. So that means they were getting Aaron Rodgers. That's why they did that. Also, <laughs> what it says to me is that George Patton, the general, the GM in Denver, has a plan, and he is sticking to it. The general, like the car insurance? That yes. plan, which I outlined a couple of weeks ago when he was first hired, when it was first, the news first broke that L.A. was stepping down, and they were bringing Patton. Patton, when it came to the quarterback situation, they said, unless they can get a clear, obvious upgrade and a significant upgrade over Drew Locke, they are not going to go out and spend big money or spend big draft picks on a mediocre guy. But now you don't think that Ergo those they, two guys that were left weren't an upgrade over Drew Locke? No. No, they're, I don't. They're projects. They're they're unproven. But isn't Drew Locke still a project? Yes, yeah, but Drew Locke has only played else. Drew Locke has played at least sixteen games in his NFL career. And, and if you go first date to last date, it's night and day. You also have to take take into 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 account the fact that last year was a fucked up year. Oh, it was. There was, it was no OTAs. There was no off season. There was no preseason. He got hurt in game one. Sutton was done by game two. He got benched in whatever week they played the Saints, which they would have beat the Saints uh, because. He came in close contact with somebody who might have come in contact with somebody who might have come in contact with somebody. Whatever bullshit fucking COVID protocols that the NFL had in place. And, and they were basically shit. like, uh, you have no quarterback and you're not Baltimore. You're not Pittsburgh. You're not New England. So fuck you. Go play a game. And basically that's what Roger Goodell That guy, said. your wide receiver. So that being said, no, I don't think Mac Jones or, Trey or, or, or Justin Fields are significant upgrades over okay. Drew Locke. Right. I would much prefer to take Pat Sertan and roll the dice with Drew Locke and or see Teddy what he Bridgewater. has, or Teddy Bridgewater, than take Justin Fields and be in this exact same situation three years from now. Because that, in all likelihood, is the more... That's, that's what's more likely to happen, mm-hmm. right? You take Mac Jones, you take Trey Fields... Uh, Justin Fields, I'm sorry... Uh, those two guys have a better chance of failing and you needing a quarterback in three or four years than you do of Pat Sertan being a defensive player of the year candidate, for example. Right? You you take that, roll the dice with luck. What do you have to lose? Then next year's draft class comes along. Or who knows who becomes available? Maybe Russ Wilson becomes available next year. Or maybe the Broncos were banking on Aaron Rodgers being available in the offseason next year. Who knows? That or right now. That that sped this sped the process up, but what I'm getting at is is yeah you you don't everybody who says that like oh Teddy Bridgewater oh he's going to he's he's going to Denver uh, that's going to be their starter and it's like, n- no I mean he could be he could be I, I wouldn't yes if, and I'll, if he ends up being the starter I would be like hmm, okay if he ends up being the starter the Broncos are fucked they're not going to the playoffs well they're fucked because everything because, that you were hoping for from Locke you know you're never going to get right. Because that like right means then and there, that's, that's his the fake Locke project sealed. is yeah, dead right. in the water, and now you're banking on Teddy Bridgewater to come in and just be. Which look, and now, no, Teddy Bridgewater is not terrible. He's not. He Teddy can, Bridgewater's can, floor is 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 a lot higher than Drew Locke's floor. Okay, Drew Locke's yeah, floor is yeah, like yeah. I'm going to throw two interceptions a game. I might throw four I mean, the touchdowns. Thing with, the thing I might with Bridgewater not. is he he can he's a game manager. He won't fuck up. But he won't right. make the extent like the play that you're like, oh wow, look what he did. No, he went at the Broncos. He's gonna give you the the average flirting play. with like, 500 or just above. No, I think they'd be better. Uh, actually, the division's gonna be kind of tough this year. The division's tough. You need an elite quarterback in that, and that's the yeah. thing with Drew Locke. And look, I'm not even saying if Drew Locke beats out Teddy Bridgewater legitimately, beats him out to be the starter this year, the Broncos are gonna be world beaters. I'm not saying that Drew Locke's gonna need some time. 
right? We knew well Sutton coming back. Dra- they got talent around him at least. Ton of talent around him, but we knew when Drew Locke was coming out, this was a two to three year project. That was two years ago, but we also kind of lost a year because of the pandemic. So that really didn't help Drew Locke's ca- project case. Moving over but, to the Sean side of the ball. Hold on. So let's. I'll I'll take care of the. Don't worry. I got this. I'm kind of sick of Broncos talk. <laughs> Good for you. Um, <laughs> the point that I was getting at is, he's a project. So you can't have him when you have COVID. You can't have it. So it makes sense what Patton is doing by bringing in Bridgewater, drafting Sertan, and not getting Fields or Jones because Fields and Jones are not significant upgrades over Drew Locke, which is what George, uh, George Patton said he was going to need in order to take a quarterback at, to, uh, onto that roster for big money or picks, mm-hmm. period. Aaron Rodgers is available. All bets are off. Fuck it. You send it. Now, ideally, they get Aaron Rodgers, and they don't have to give up Drew Locke, and Drew Locke gets to sit for another three or four year, two years behind Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron just says, yeah, I'm going to go host Jeopardy. Fuck it. I'm out of here. And then Drew Locke is ready to take over the reins. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Locke thing's going to happen anymore. But I think Locke is uh, dead in the water at this point. The only way Locke isn't dead in the water is if they don't acquire Aaron Rodgers. Or or don't rule out the Deshaun Watson trade either. We, we're far away from even that talk. That talk is yeah. nowhere. Are nothing. we, though? Yeah, because they, they need to settle that case first or at least get more information because – that whole thing is just a gigantic question mark right now. We're not going to hear anything about that case for at least another two, three months. Well, look, it's been dead quiet. Exactly, because that's they, a good they thing. Just, they just okay. Well, it's a good thing they're for Watson. Information, yes. It's yeah, because they get information because now they're like, oh shit, we actually have to produce some stuff. Oh nope, my god, they, they, have, they have to put stuff together. They have to bring it to court. They have to come right, to different things. We all know this. Is, this case is going to go nowhere for the I people know. that are suing Watson. This is just a way to drag his name through the mud. Somebody had it out for him. It was a hit piece. Ooh, this just in. Your right tackle just tore his Achilles. Who's that? No, Jawan James hasn't played in two years. Oh, okay. It says right tackle James tears Achilles offsite. Quite frankly, and I and I don't mean this in any like malicious way, but as a Broncos fan, if I'm looking at it from a Broncos standpoint, good. He did it, he did it off property. He did it outside the yeah, facility. So you, don't, you don't have to pay him. It saves him ten million dollars. Mm. It saves the Broncos He's ten million dollars. Well, it gives him the insurance that they could use on him. Yeah. Well, they, it saves us ten million bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if boom. I'm if I'm him. I would have crawled my ass in the stadium and just throw myself down some stairs. Ah! I mean, that sucks for Juwan James. But Juwan James played, like, what, like nine games or six games since they signed him? He's know. been hurt, and then he opted out of last year because of COVID. Fuck him. He's a bitch. Fuck him. Good. That's what you get for like, opting like out. That, like that, Pat. What did, I say last, what, how, what did I say last year for the majority of these guys? Opting out is going to be career suicide? A lot of the guys retired. Yes, yeah, a lot out, of them did. Like, yeah, a lot of them did. Yeah, it's career suicide because they know that once you and take just that like we year said, off, Donta's going to be there. And, and they find it. No, Donta's not going to. He's not going to be. He'll be. He'll be out by week five, six. I don't think so. Dude, uh, unfortunately, Joey might be right on that because the Patriots have like thirteen linebackers right now. Yeah, that's Belichick's boy. Terrifying. That's his boy. It is his boy, but we have like thirteen linebackers. Right, but who better to teach the Belichick way than him to the younger guys? We have tons of guys. Well, they need the, Well, they brought, they brought back what's his name from Miami. Uh, oh yeah, uh, your boy uh, Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy for a discount too, like five. Wow, bucks. really? Like Bill Belichick doesn't do that every other couple of years. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you so, left me for big money. I'm gonna take you for my pocket change, boy. So let's talk a little bit about the Patriots and uh, obviously the Mac Jones trade uh, draft pick uh, was huge for Wait, several reasons. Two teams moved up in front of the Patriots, though specifically. Chicago Bears, who mm. paid 
the future for Justin Fields. Which, if it works out, all's well that ends well. Let's be honest. If it doesn't... The three of us are sitting here. I have zero faith in Justin Fields' career anymore. None. I think he's already a fucking... Because he went to the quarterback black hole that is Chicago. And did you see his reaction live? It yeah, it was he, quite. It was quite funny. It was very lackluster. I wish you could pull up the video because you probably can't find it right now. He gets drafted, and his family's like, "Oh my god, my baby did it!" And this screaming. And he's sitting there, and he's like, "Just put the hat bear. on." His face is dead, dead straight. Like puts the hat on, almost as if like either he's a, either a a serial killer, and you just don't know it yet, or b he's just like, "This is not the spot I wanted to go at all." And it could be a combination Can you blame of both. Him? No, I can't blame him. And then, I mean, listen, when Rex Grossman is in, like, your top five of greatest quarterbacks of all time, that's a problem. Well, they still consider McMahon the best quarterback of all time in Chicago. Well, for the Chicago fans, he is your best quarterback of all time. Is he, though? Otto Graham? Otto. No. Jay Cutler played phenomenal there. Statistic-wise, they didn't win anything with him, but he played phenomenal. But they got to an NFC championship. But uh, McMahon got you the Super Bowl. That, oh. The defense did. Come on. The, no, McMahon did. did. Look. All right, we, we can discuss the yeah, merits that's another, that's of... Yeah, I don't want to discuss 86 Bears. Yeah. But, um, so the Bears jumped ahead of the Patriots thinking they definitely were taking Justin Fields. Yep. And then the pick right before the Patriots, the Vikings, traded the pick out mm. to the New York Jets. Yes. The Jets took... And you um, and I were like, oh my God, this would be the most Jet thing the Jets the double, could do the is double take double quarterback. quarterback. And I was going to be like, there's no way. And then for a second, we were like... Yes. I heard you guys mention it, and, I, and as I was watching it, obviously I already knew the answers, but as I was watching it, I was like, mm. For a split second, no, would like, that, no. that would totally be a Jets thing to be like, one, F you Patriots, Listen, two. I love, I love a good fucking idiot Jets story, but that one even for me was a little bit like, nah. So the Jets, Listen, we spent what, a second on it. We were like, could you imagine? I can't remember the guard's name. <laughs> you spent enough time on it for me to remember it, but that's about it. I can't remember the guard's name they took. Uh, he's a very good guard. They were worried the Patriots were going to draft him, though. Mm. So that's what they got in front of him. But the Vikings announced that they had a very good competitive offer from the New Orleans Saints. To move up. They chose to take the Jets' offer, and the Jets said, all right, cool, we're taking this guard. The Saints were going to draft Mac Jones. Found Mm -hmm. that out today. I was blown away because Sean Payton privately worked out Mac Jones. They had visited there. I never thought it was going to be a chance of it happening. But apparently, they were Sean, drafting so late, yeah. Sean Payton thought that Mac Jones could potentially be the next quarterback of the Saints. And, you know, I, you'll see my reaction if you go back and watch our show. I said Mac Jones, kind of uncomfortable by it. And how I feel, I still feel the same today as I did then. Mac Jones, definitely the quarterback of the future. I don't think he plays this year. I think he plays future years after, well, after Cam, Cam Newton. Yeah. Let's say Cam Newton stays healthy. I should actually preface that with that. Cam Newton stays healthy, it's Cam all year. Cam Newton gets hurt, then you'll see Mac Jones, unfortunately, but I think that's not the plan. for that. Belichick doesn't like giving things to rookies. That's always been his M.O. Now, Mac Jones said a lot post being drafted that made me happy as a Patriots fan, and he said, you know, privately I was telling teams, like, it doesn't matter where I go. Uh, he said privately, I, I told Nick, my, my, I told Coach Saban, I told other people, I really want to get drafted by New England. I really want to play in a similar system than, than like, yeah, how I Saban. played. Yeah, Saban, yeah. And it was kind of cool to hear that and he's who like— who better to learn by he's like, than this, Bill? He's like, this was my absolute—if I had to pick a team, it was going—I wanted to go to New England. He was yeah. so happy to be picked by that, which kind of made me feel good as a Patriots fan. Well, yeah. of course. The only thing that bothers me about Mac Jones is that I think you've already seen— 
peak Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones, the best you saw him last year, is going to be the best you see him in the NFL. I think he's just going to be a very good quarterback, but I was looking for like that next-level athleticism. I was looking for like huge play potential. Yeah, but does, does Bill care about athleticism? Absolutely not. Someone found Bill Belichick's 1991 Cleveland Browns head coaching guide of how to scout players. Mm. Glad you brought that up. What Bill Belichick looks for in a quarterback is efficiency, the ability not to turn the ball over, and quick playmaking ability. Doesn't necessarily have to be, he just wants someone to make sure they make plays efficiently, correctly, and smart. Well, they're just making the right football play. Making the right football read. That's all he looks for. In 1991, Belichick is the same as 2021 Belichick. And Mac Jones, if you've seen the picture online, you've seen the picture that I'm going to describe to you. He is the most out-of-shape, in-shape quarterback I've ever seen come out of college. Besides Tom Brady. He has. Tom Brady was actually thinner. He was thinner, but he was a lot of shape. Matt Jones, he got a little, 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 little bit of gelatin going on over there. No, never lifted probably any weight in his life for upper body. And it just looks like the most average white man. Looks like any of us could just sign up for the Patriots and be like, we're the quarterback now. And they're like, So look, Mac Jones probably didn't lift any weight. Mac Jones, careless. He threw barrels of hay, though. So that's what kept him, you know, in shape. And you know, he definitely, he ran a faster 40 than Tom Brady. Yeah, but everyone was a faster. I think everybody, I think there's offensive linemen that smoke. Uh, Pudgy dad bod looking ass. So did you. Listen, my favorite thing about Mac Jones is the stogie after he got drafted. Dude, 10 years ago. That was awesome. 10, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, that wasn't after he got drafted. That was after they won the national championship. No, I yes, thought it he, was. I thought he had a stogie. Like, Maybe he did after. Walking he, down the hallway, not lit or anything, but he was just like, yeah. I've, be, I've become a huge fan of cigars. Oh, I love stogie. Uh, a good stogie, I'm with it. Um, so I might smoke one up here tonight. While I'm you doing should. Why not? Show. As long as it's sweet, because you don't want this to stank. For I have uh, no. I, well, we were down in uh, when I was down in Florida. I went to uh, this place called The Humidor, mm. and oh, it was nice. inside of a liquor store, and it was a huge thing, and I, they had Fuentes, so oh, I, yeah. I bought two of each of every kind that they had, and I bought this one big-ass, like, fucking- The Stogue. Rick Ross fucking thick like shit. Like this, like that. Yeah, that I, I smoked that when I played uh, LPGA Daytona. Uh, we played The Hills at uh, LPGA in Daytona did on, you listen uh, last, to the Hills? last Tuesday. No, we did not. Um, we listened to a lot of things. Um, actually, no, we didn't listen to any music at the Hills, which is weird because we were the only ones out there. It was crazy. Mm. We had two singles pass us. That's it. I, had, I saw a video yesterday. Somebody was standing outside of her house, and she was like, so, people golfing behind my house? Just playing Metallica. No big deal. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably I'd drive by. I'd be like, fuck yeah, bro. I mean, not, you know, not for nothing. Hardest course I've ever played in my entire life. Tied my best score. You know, no big deal. So, shot a 92. One of the most difficult courses. Shots like means nothing to me. I was going to say, I don't know shit about golf. Everyone's like, oh, like you I know what that score 90. means to me? The same thing as the phone number to the show. I got nothing. Which is 774-992-8702 if you want oh, to give cute. us a call. Uh, and you want to get in on some of this Patriots draft action. Uh, we're, we're into that. We talked about a lot about the Broncos, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we're getting to a bunch of other stuff. We still got a little bit of LeBron to get LeBron. into. Yeah. So, but three weeks ago, we talked about it on the show. I said, you know, this team is built for a quarterback to be drafted. Yep. The whole roster is being paid. The only thing they need is a cheap, efficient, cost-controlled quarterback, and they got that with Mac Jones. I, well, listen, they got that with Cam at first, and Cam you, too. So let me ask so you: the this. two of your quarterbacks combined are costing you nothing. Do you think Mac Jones is who's who? Let me ask: who's your opening? Who's your opening day starter? Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. I agree. Cam yep. Newton. Okay. 100%. I'm glad we're on the same page. 100%. I think Cam Newton is... I no, think, the only, I think, I'm going to say... I will say this. I will say this. I'm going to take a step further. I think Cam Newton is your starter all year. 
Me too. All 17 Here's games. my wrench. 17. Here's my wrench. If healthy. Here's my wrench. Barring health, obviously. Mac Jones comes into camp, lights it up. Like, completely lights it up. Belichick's looking at him like. What's lights it up? You you explain to me, as a Patriots fan, okay. what do you think is lights it up? Doesn't make a mistake throughout all of camp. What, what do you consider a mistake? So you, wait, you're being too vague. No, I'm not being too vague. What doesn't make a, the guy comes in? What is he, he throws, flawless? He no interceptions in camp at all. Who gives a shit about no that? turnovers, no bad decisions, if no drop, make, no errant throws. If he doesn't throw an interception in camp, then he's not practicing properly. I'm just saying. He goes into camp. He lights it up. They have their scrimmages. He lights it up. So he's 97 for 97, 8,000 camp yards. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I mean, unless if Cam comes in and Cam still can't throw. Cam still can't do the things that we saw him Look, at the end of the year last year. That's the only way no. that Mac Jones... Dude, I'm telling you right now. I can see Belichick this. is not going to go through another year of, well, let's see if he can make this 10-yard slant. We'll see. I can, uh, see, that's this the only thing turning, I can see I can see this being a Jay Cutler, Jake Plummer type scenario. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where Jay Cutler came in as a rookie in, in 06, and they were in camp, and Jay Cutler was making throws that Jake Plummer couldn't even dream of making, and guys were looking at Shanahan, like, hey, side eyeing him, like he's not your starter. You you can start this kid or or what? And then they started Jake Plummer, and they started out the season really well. And then it took till Thanksgiving, and then finally they pulled the plug. And here came the butt smoker. And then Jay Cutler came in and played really well to end the season. That we all know how that turned out, but I yep. could see this being a similar situation well, where it all Cam on Newton, Cam. where Cam Newton comes in. Cam's Cam's the guy. Cam's clearly the guy. But Mac Jones might start making some throws and might start doing some things, and and guys might start looking at Belichick and be like, "Whoa, hey!" I mean, granted, Ernie Adams is retired; he's no longer there. He's no, you know, the scouting department takes a huge hit. Uncle Ernie's done. Um, but that being but said, but it goes back to the shoulder. That, that was my biggest point: was the shoulder. If Cam comes into camp and he's making throws and you're and he's throwing balls in the dirt and he's Donovan McNabb it again, and he's doing the things that you're like, "All right, I just thought this was like a one-off." Like. I thought it was COVID. I thought it was, you know, he couldn't get in shape. Mm-hmm. Now the dude's coming in healthy. The dude's coming with a whole off season, and he still can't do it. Whoa. I'll tell you, th- I'll tell you why I think you're wrong. It's because Belichick has already told his team prior to Mac Jones being drafted, this is Cam's team. Oh, yeah. This is your offseason to work with him. All the team. Cam already said he's not doing the COVID stuff with the team. He says, I want to go to July. He's already there. He's practicing with all the new guys, which includes Hunter Henry, Janu Smith, Kendrick Bourne. All the guys they got are already at Gillette practicing together. They've chose to waive their COVID stuff against the Players Association, and they're there already practicing. I think Cam's a starter. You That could be flawless. He can come in. Mac Jones could look like the next Aaron Rodgers and be slinging it all over the field and look like a million bucks. He's still giving the job to Cam week one. Regardless. Unless Cam can't throw the ball. Unless Cam's injured. If Cam's injured, then all bets are off the table. Then which he's not going to be on the could, team at all. Could happen. I mean, Camp in the preseason have been pretty unforgiving to a lot of people and have ended Only a lot of careers. Only three games this year. Right, even still, three games. It's all it takes. But I'm though. not even talking about him getting injured. I mean, in let's, the game. Be, let's let's I'm be just real. Literally the saying, preseason's only three games anyway. The fourth game's just for the guys that are trying to make yeah, the roster. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everyone's squatting in the That's field your practice moving. squad guys so, and the guys wait, that fill your 53. I'm sorry. Did we talk about this? Is week one now the end of August? Yeah. No. No, no, no. They're they not, extend, they they extended it. They back ended it, not so, front ended it. So the Super Bowl is going to be the middle of February now. Correct. Oh, I don't like that. Instead of the first week, I don't second, like that I think at the, all. the Super Bowl is the second week of February. No, fuck that. No, make season, make the beginning of the season the end of August. 
I'm but sorry. I think, I think they're worried about that for it being too hot for guys to play. I don't give a shit. That's football. I don't want to stop being in the middle of goddamn uh, February. Uh, so the football. well, the schedule comes out on the 12th of May. So so next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. Well, it's exactly. My, it's, exactly it's next my, Tuesday. It's my mother's birthday. Wait, no, it's I. Oh, happy, it's Wednesday. happy early birthday. Um, the 12th Wednesday. Yeah, so it's not eight the days. The day after the show. Sorry, thank you. I don't know what day we're on. Oh, I know that because of my mama. My mama. But, um, oh, so shit. So Thursday, September 9th is going to be the uh, opener. I almost said gender reveal. January oh 9th, which would typically have been wild card weekend, will is be. The last, yeah, see, so like I said, they back the in. The final week of this yeah so the, the, regular the super bowl will be the second week of february damn i do not like that at all i don't either but it, it, if you think about it, it's the same thing no but it now the, the that means time. in three years when they eventually make it 18, 18. games which they've already but i i think in three years when they make it 18 they push back a week no they're gonna push it back two weeks so now the super no, bowl no, will no, be I'm the saying, end of february i'm saying opening weekend would be the first not the ninth dude i don't like this i don't like this at all like it'll be like the labor day kickoff special where everybody's off and they can watch their games now that guarantees that no yeah, team the, the the playoffs start on uh on the 15th of january dude i hate that so i if hate that we're if we're looking forward here to january you're you talking know, second, second week of February. So January 15th is going to be wild card weekend, which means then you my, the weekend of my birthday is going to be the divisional weekend, which is usually a championship weekend. And then you got championship weekend. Then championship weekend will week be off. the 29th, the week off, and then the 13th is going to yeah, be February I was going to say, it'd be, it'd be a Valentine's Day Super Bowl. That's a, that's Dude, that sucks. Like that. So if, the February, if that's February 13th, what day is the fucking Daytona 500 on? They're just trying to invade it's probably going to be at the week in between. It's probably going to be the week in between. That'd be smart. The week in between the, the championship game and the Super Bowl. That way they have everything to themselves and they start their season on time. Huh. But, um, yeah, so, I'll, you know, all things being said, I'm excited we drafted a quarterback. I, th- I actually love the Patriots draft. The Patriots did something they usually don't do. They drafted best player available most of the time, yeah. which is why they drafted a lot of defensive players. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots – Basically said this season, this offseason, you ran all over us last year. Uh, we made the same joke. Uh, you could run 150 yards on the Patriots every single game. Belichick has 12 defensive linemen on the roster right now. 12. And like 14 linebackers. And like I think it's 13 linebackers legitimately. Belichick has basically said, run yep. at me, you bitch. They tell us to be on the 20th. So they're gonna push it. They're gonna wow. push it back. Well, no, nah, the it usually fluctuates between the second and the third week, so that makes sense. But that was. That, so that's crazy. So you're going to get the Super Bowl and then Daytona back-to-back Sundays? That'll be fun for you. My wife is going to be pissed. Yeah, mine too because, you know, Super Bowl is Valentine's leave. weekend now. You should probably build up here to be like a loft for her so she can just escape. That's what the spare room is going to be. Oh, there you go then. This is – well, I was thinking maybe that side being a sanctuary, but that's mostly storage now. Sanctuary. Next house. Next house. Anyway, 774-992-8702. Audio-only stream. Uh, link is pinned at the top, Mixler.com. Backslash Joey Dash Fats. If you don't want to type your phone watching Facebook uh, and you still want to listen to the show live, you can do that right there at that link. Just click uh, listen live. They'll ask you to download the app, which if you do, great. They get a lot of great content on there. Yes, they do. If not, you can always just open it up in your browser and just click listen live and you can minimize that shit and still listen to that shit. That shit is sexy. One more thing before we get off the Patriots talk is that. Going back to my thick, juicy boy discussion, mm-hmm. the Patriots defensive line, the mm-hmm. lightest, the lightest defensive lineman is three hundred and ten pounds. So you tell me they all thick. The heaviest is three eighty five. So I would, I would be the lightest offensive lineman on the Patriots right now. Like the second lightest. 
I'm like 313. Fuck you. Yeah, so you're, you're second. I, I could drop four pounds like. Could you? Go I take could, a, go yeah, take you go take a good shit. You? I mean, what the fuck? It's you, it's listen, you and David Andrews. On, you look, they look at each other like. Like this. Hey, I got some Taco Bell, bro. Oh, sh- I'm going to lose six pounds. Fuck yeah. <laughs> David Andrews is like, I got. <laughs> those, those, the calories won't even have time to take hold. They'd be shitting around. So, so, where's that Diablo sauce? Give me that shit. The Patriots picked up the Patriots picked up the fifth year option. always go for T Bellows. Oh, the Patriots picked right up the, the fifth year no, option. I gotta go that uh, way anyway. Uh, I, mean, I gotta, I gotta go get. It. I, gotta, I haven't eaten dinner, so. What? No, what? Forget it. Who? Zane, the Mac Jones. Patriots, Who? Patriots picked up the fifth year option of Isaiah Wynn. They didn't pick up Sony Michelle. The only reason why I bring that up is because. We drafted a running back out of Oklahoma who was 245 pounds during the season last year. And to me, I, I've, all I've been talking about is Belichick's getting back to just running these big, fat dudes. And the apparently, Blount's of the world. Uh, that's who his biggest comp- – that was his star growing up. He's like, my favorite role model was LeGarrette Blount. I was like, He was like, why bro. is that? Because I can smoke weed, <laughs> eat cheeseburgers, and run over people. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> Your role model at running back was LeGarrette Blount? Yeah, nigga, he liked to smoke. Dude, Shit. it made me laugh so much that kids these days growing up being like, my role model is LeGarrette Blount. I'm like, what? It's that in his name. It's Blount. Yeah, but I can't, dude. I can't even say this kid's name, Rashando. I don't know his name at all. I can't Rashashana. say his name. But apparently, he got up to 261 pounds last year while running. Wow. I'm all for Yo, this big. Let me thick, tell you something right now. He can really dunk. Toe bear type looking dude, <laughs> just like running like that. Dude went three yards and was like out of breath. <laughs> Whatever happened to Toe bear? What, Tolbert? Matt, Fat Mike Tolbert? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Remember, I think he ended up in Chicago and died, he got, didn't he? He got drafted by, by the Chargers. He's like, yeah, let's run this bitch. And then what he ended up the, in Carolina. Uh, the Chargers fullback they had before Tolbert? It was, um, Tolbert was a running back. Yeah, Tolbert was a running back. Yeah. He, he, got, he, started as he a got so big. No, they made him into a fullback. Yeah, like, when he went to Carolina, they're like, bro, you a fullback. And then he went to Atlanta, too. Yeah, yeah. Fat Mike Tolbert. Yeah. No, what was the uh, the Chargers running back? Lorenzo Neal? Yeah, Lorenzo Neal. Ooh, Thank yeah, you. Fullback. Thank you. Lonzo Neal was all muscle, though. Yeah. That dude was Not to be just one giant muscle. That dude was a rock. Yeah. He was, he was, he was a pimple. He was a terrifying, like, 5'8", 225 Yeah, of pure, Jesus. of pure rock solidness. Like, who the fuck? What are you, like, Rich Piana's, like, fucking, like, <laughs> offspring? Holy he's shit. He's like, I, I used to train with the Hulk back in the day. He walks in, he's like, I'm here to carry the ball. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I came out the womb, and my mom put, like, a fucking 15-pound necklace on me. So, you know, I got these thick traps. Like my, yeah, man, my boy that's was dick. He was dick. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Give us a call. You want to uh, get anything in here before we wrap this show up? We're talking the the Patriots draft, the Broncos draft, Aaron Rodgers, everything in between. Uh, any major surprises or letdowns or anything that you know from the draft that jumped out to you guys that made you want to say like made you want to say something? Major letdowns? I don't um, think so. I think it kind of went according to script, really. I think I like my idea to begin the show that for the first three picks, every second you waste off the clock, every minute you waste off the clock, that team owes a million dollars to charity. There's no reason for it yeah, to because take. Trevor Lawrence it's, shouldn't have taken the full count. Yeah, absolutely, everyone knows the pick. You know what pissed me off about the draft in the first round was, and and I was I we, I was watching this with a buddy of mine, and we're watching it, and, and we both came to the conclusion, like, before the draft even started, we're like, you know, like, we're just so sick and tired of sports. And, like, they're fucking, like, oh, like, we're all for this cause, and we're all for that, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. Why was it, like, every other fucking pick, the commissioner came out and was just like, uh, so anyway, this pick, you know, the, and meanwhile, boom, the pick is in, and here comes the commissioner. 
And now we're out here to tell you about. Yeah, he just uh, had another index card just reading off him. You know, saying um, like, what's he reading this time? Dog cancer and dog autism, and that dogs dog get autism, autism, and we want you to donate money uh, to this thing. And uh, the, we have the chairman of the yes. board uh, of the Raise Awareness for uh, Canine Autism guy. And it's just like, dude, shut the fuck. Like, I don't listen. I'm okay with. Li- I'm sure there are plenty of great charities and plenty of great organizations out there. Can we please, please? You're the NFL. You have they, there's there's millions of dollars invested into advertising. Why the fuck are you taking seven minutes out of my life to announce a pick to tell me about some charity or some bullshit fucking organization? And you're like, oh, we're committed to equality and women in the workforce. And we want 75% of our workforce to be minority women by 2031. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, get off my screen, dude. No one fucking cares. Like, just the, the bashing over your head of every single time somebody comes out to talk and they're like, this is our cause. This is our voice. This is our stage right now. It's like, can you shut up? Can you just shut the fuck up? Can you take out, like, a 90-second ad in the fucking Super Bowl like everybody else? And then that way I know, like, when to go get chips and refill my drink because your shit sucks. No one cares. I, I, nuts. I will say the biggest disappointment of the draft is I never understood at any point during the first round what was up with that chair on stage that a random person would sit in? It was like their fan club, like the like Why? some super fan or whatever the hell it was. Could no, you it imagine, like, no idea? No, it wasn't. Someone asked us, and someone said, oh, is this, like, a super fan thing? And they said, no. Yeah, well, what the fuck was that? Like well, the, the Jacksonville one was a, it said on the bottom, a super fan. Uh, right, uh, they said that, but they just said, "Hey, come up on stage," and she was like, "Oh my God, we're not winning!" She's like, "You can sit here." She was like, "I don't know why they called me up." Yeah, <laughs> like, no imagine like how weird that must be. Like you get called up on stage at the NFL draft, and you think like, "Oh, I'm about to do something cool," and they're like, "Nah, just sit in this chair." This lazy boy. The commissioner is gonna fist bump you on the way by. Oh, the dude that dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, he stole team. the show for the Browns. Yeah. Everyone was like going, ooh, yeah, he's like, oh, I've been thinking about this big Bro, he, hey, he, he pulled it off great, too. Yeah, he had the mask, the, the mask, Macho Man had, mouth mask. He had, the whole, he had the whole ensemble going. He had the finger point. He had everything. Yeah, too, he was a Browns fan. It made no sense. Whatever. Browns is, the Browns are just terrible. Browns going if, Browns. If Macho Man was a fan of any team, it would not be. It would definitely not be the Browns. I'm trying to think of a, of a team. He'd have to be he strikes me as like a Raiders fan or a Bills fan. No, he's I was like, gonna say the Dolphins. He's like very electric colors. Yeah, I was gonna say the Maybe Dolphins. Maybe the new Rams. San Diego. Maybe the new Rams. The new colors. Yeah, like Macho Man was a beach guy though. He liked the water. Ooh, so you're you're gonna, right. So I'm telling you, it's it's, it's the Dolphins. Miami. It's gonna San be Di- the Dolphins. See that or San Diego. I was walking out to the pier and I saw this dolphin in the ocean. I said, "Son's not right." <laughs> so I sat on my rock with my denim. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. They're making a little Macho Man cream of the crop figure. I'm fucking buying it. Did he you comes, watch? Did you watch the, the biography? Tiny... No, I haven't seen it. I have, I have a DVR. Don't spoil it. I didn't watch it. I heard it was. Wait, a hit is piece. Macho Man one? It just yeah, came, it came out, out yesterday. I heard it was yeah. a hit piece and a half. Like they just tracked. On, his was it on A and E? Yeah. Same, I, the same one that did the Stone Cold one? Because the Stone dude, Cold one was awesome. Did you so see the Roddy Roddy Piper? Phenomenal. No, but I haven't seen The Piper one too. was fucking awesome. I knew a lot about the Roddy Piper one, though. You see, didn't know? I did. Oh, yeah, we all did. And then, you know, which really kind of bothered me, like, in the Steve Austin one, they didn't talk about him beating the shit out of, like, Deborah and, like, his first wife. But then, sorry to bury the lead. They talk about Macho Man, like, beating the shit out of everybody. And I'm like, 
the fuck was that? Like, it's not really fair, but they didn't talk about him doing like, donating to kids and all the charities he was a part of. Well, because, you know, he did, so he couldn't. That was a hit piece, though. I didn't really like that part of it. Like, they were, like, shitting all over his character at the end. Well, fucked up. I mean, fair. towards the end, he was kind of fucked up. No, no, he wasn't. He was actually, like. like no, no, I mean, like, he was fucked up in the head at the end. No, they kind of. And then they made fun of the way he died. And I was like, that's fucking awful. They were like, oh, it's, so, it's such a macho man way to die. And I'm like, okay. I don't know. I took some of it like personal. I'll, like, I'll have to watch it. And see. I haven't I'll, watched it yet. I saw. I saw the last fifteen minutes. I yeah, didn't see I the whole first it. half, I and I was like, "The Stone Cold one was great. Stone Cold, Stone was, Cold was awesome. It was yeah. Great. That was fantastic." He was like, "Oh, and oh, and you're supposed to you go know, on your knees." He's like, "No, no, no. Don't worry. It's cool. I got it." And my head stuck out like a good four inches from his butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, wrench that just went on my neck. And when, when he was sitting there talking, he's like, "You know, I was rolling around and." He couldn't I, feel anything. He was like, "I laid on top of him." He's like, "I didn't even know how I did it. I was numb. All I saw was black." Yeah. He's like, they crawled me out the ring. Like, literally, he was like, they rolled me out the ring. I was walking, and he was just like, remember, just look up and put your arm up. Just put your arm up. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, he's like, I did. And then he, they showed him in the back when he was putting on his chains and stuff. And he was like, and I was just sitting there, and he's like, I was out. Yeah. He's like, I don't remember anything. The best part about the Stone Cold documentary on A&E, that I, the, the thing I loved the most about it was it told me things I didn't already know. Right. Unlike the last dance, which was still the most disappointing fucking documentary it'll still be better than any LeBron James fucking thing that'll come out later on in life probably because LeBron James is going to direct act and edit everything himself much like his hero Michael Jordan yeah but Uh, Jordan at least sticks to the script he doesn't change it 17 times like LeBron will be like yeah that's great he'll play it back to four people yo we gotta change the whole thing the whole thing's gotta change kill off that kid I, mean, I gotta wear my Yankees hat again. Nah, wait, maybe my Red Sox hat. Cleveland. That, 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 that was really annoying, though. Like, dude, take off the Red Sox shit. But he's a part owner now. That's, he what, I, that's what's annoying. Owns the Red Sox. That's, a, that's what's absolutely annoying. He about owns it. the Red Sox. But how? But he should know his fan base. His fan base doesn't like Boston. Like, that's like the that's like the shtick. You really think LeBron gives a no, shit LeBron, about fans? No, LeBron just likes his. That's money. what I mean. That like he's fan toned. Listen, he care. as far as LeBron is concerned, and this is my stance on LeBron as a Lakers fan. I love him wearing purple and gold because it gives us a chance to win a championship every single year. As far as LeBron like goes as a person, I've had to very much come to grips with the fact that I have to learn to separate the art from the artist. Because LeBron James is a hate-hoaxing, lying, prima donna. He's basically everything that you hate in a professional athlete. Other than the fact that, like, yeah, great. No, he's he does, a solid dude. He does good stuff for kids. He does, you know, he builds charities and this and shit and that shit. The schools, that was the cool. School and, that, and that's all good. And I, mm-hmm. I, Okay, cool. Like, you I'm, know, you're I'm, a multi-millionaire that came yeah. from shit. You should be doing that. I'm like, cool. Sure. No, no, I'm not going to say he should not be doing should it. be, it's but, not, like, you know, if you're going to talk the game, then be the game. It's you know good I mean? that he does. He sh- It's not that he should be doing it, but he can and he does, and that is appreciative. That being said... LeBron needs to learn, like, the, the polit- bringing politics into sports and, like, oh, it's, you know, go, go re- you know, YouTube his, his reaction to, hey, uh, we saw you reading this book by Malcolm X. What did you think? And he's like, oh, man, uh, you know, Malcolm X was, like, really great, and he said a lot of things. So it's like, oh, so you didn't read one word of the book, that, did you? No, basically. And if you look at every single he's picture like, of him a great reading cover. a book, he's on, like, page four. Like, it's just... Someone compiled all of them into one they montage, did. And, and he's on the first page listen, of every single book. I love LeBron, the basketball player. LeBron, the guy, questionable at best. Now, I mean, he's he's a confirmed hate hoaxer, but and he's got that. And after he fuck after he put that 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 uh, that cop out in Ohio out, you put him on blast and said, "You're next." Listen, man, which he then took down right away. I well, have, he's under investigation too. I have I have absolutely cool. zero. Zero suspicion 
that me, as a 36-year-old white male from the middle class who wears blue for a living, that LeBron hates me. Okay? I have no illusions about this. I am not going out to dinner with LeBron. I'm not partying with LeBron. I'm not hanging out with him. We're not going to be friends. I wear blue for a living. LeBron despises me. And even though I'm not a real cop, by any stretch of the imagination, not even close, he doesn't know the difference between that. So I have no illusions. So when I'm rooting for LeBron on TV, I know that LeBron would prefer me to be dead somewhere uh, than, I, than he would for me to be breathing. So that's, and that's okay. But I've come to the reality of that situation that there is just certain things that you can't fix. And I, I'm okay with that. As long as he brings me an 18th banner, I'm, I'm whatever. It is wait, what it now is. I'm going to talk wait, about... Wait, wait, hold on. Before you get to that, I just, the analogy I just pictured was they show a picture of Joey dead. <laughs> it's not funny. Lying down, they lift up your jersey, they show the Lakers jersey. He's like, I'm still a bitch. <laughs> I just, I, I always, I always thought of it as like that, that part in the, uh, the end of the South Park episode where they send the whale, the, the killer whale to the moon. Oh. And the moon's just laying dead, and the cows, like the whales, just laying dead on the moon. They're like, Yo. Yeah, we did it. We got it. We got Wheelsy Act to the moon. We, we freed him. And it's just like dead whale on the moon. Yeah, that's it. And just silence throughout the credits. Just like, and they're all <laughs> celebrating on Earth. Like, Yeah, we did it. High fiving. We did it. We did it. And not realizing that the whale's just laying dead. It's a carcass on the moon that yep. will never go anywhere. Nope. That's how I feel like LeBron feels about me, um, which is okay. And that's fine. That's his right to do so. And as, you know, listen, I, I'm, I, I don't consider myself law enforcement, but I work within the industry. Of course. And I have a ton of friends uh, and a ton of family that are, in fact, real law enforcement. And I hate it for them, too. So how do you feel about LeBron? And I'm, hopefully this doesn't cut off your point that you were just about to make. How do you Probably. feel about LeBron? <laughs> About the flip-flopping from last year to this year? Is that what you're going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But okay, no. go ahead. But no, go ahead. How do you feel about LeBron flip-flopping? I don't matter. I said do you want to No, go? no, it's fine. No, you can't do this tonight because I, I have a chance. He's, pull, he's, I pull, gave he's you... pulling a LeBron. <laughs> no, if he's I was pulling a LeBron, I'd be like, you two people need to shut the fuck up he's and making, listen. He's making shut him, your laptop he's, for you. He's making himself a victim. So... so you know, my two white counterpasters, so I never shut the fuck up so I can talk, but you know, I, whatever. I've talked the least. <laughs> So how do you feel about it was LeBron red. James? It was red. <laughs> how do you feel about LeBron James last year basically coming up with the play-in idea, saying, like, all those teams should kind of play in together. And then this year he said, you know, fucking fire whoever said that shit. Well, was last year was a different story because there was the bubble. The season was shortened. There, it was, no, it last was, year was a different story because he was in first fucking place. No, it was. No, 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 no. Let's listen. I will be the first one to criticize LeBron when he says or does something stupid. Mm-hmm. This is not one of those things. Mm. The playing tournament is fucking retarded. Base, just if you want more playoff teams, just just expand the playoffs to ten fucking teams. Like you know what? Fuck it. Everybody makes the fucking playoffs. I don't give a shit. Like whatever. Who gives a fuck? There's what thirty two teams now. Thirty. Just thirty. Thirty. Fifteen teams in each. Right. Fuck it. Oh my god. Let's just make the top twelve teams in each conference go to the playoffs and just yeah fucking fizzle. You know. Just one start the playoffs. Playoff. Fuck it. Like who gives a shit? Right. Like no. Well, the the right. playing game is stupid because. Why the fuck? So you have seven versus eight. The winner of that gets the seven seed. Then eight plays the winner of nine versus ten, and that gets the eight seed. So you could go from being potentially a seven seed and be out of the playoffs. a lottery pick in one game. No, like, it's, so, a two, it's a two game, two game series. No, no, no. Because if the seven seed loses, that it doesn't matter. Whenever seven eight gets the seven seed, and then the loser of that has to play the nine versus the winner of nine versus ten. So. If seven goes and plays ten, they're done. And they, if they lose, they're they're done. So you could have the number seven. So so basically, my point my point is this: What the fuck is the point 
of an 82 regular game season if you're just going to invite two more teams into this stupid now, play-in tournament thing, I like which the, is fucking retarded, by the way. I will agree with LeBron on that. It, whoever came up with this should be fired. It worked last year for the bubble because we didn't have an 82-game regular season, but when you have a regular regular season, there's no need for it. Well, technically, this year we don't have an 82-game season either. I meant a, regu- a regular regular season. It's actually the same amount of games as it was last year. 70 games. That's right, but you're starting, but you're not, there's not a two-month no, no, gap in the middle so, of it. The thing, the initial plan for the playing games were if 7 through 10 were separately, separated by less than two games, that would merit it. That I like that idea. I was like, all right, you know what? You had a bad game the last game of the season. No. You guys were within a game of no. each other. Bad. Whatever. No, no, Too I get it. Too fucking bad. But, you had a bad game. Sucks but now that, suck, Now bro. you're looking at 7 and 10 being a difference of six games. That's awful. Yep. That is awful. I know. It's a stupid idea. That's like allowing... Brian, I understand why they're trying to do it in the load management thing. And, and, and just, you know, the NBA has always had a problem with, no, with getting real. rid of teams, like stopping teams tanking. But that's nothing Both to do you with Both of you are it. wrong. You want to know money. why? They, it's money. Bingo. More games. More playoff it's games. It's not more games. It's now Zion that doesn't have a chance of sniffing the playoffs because they're six games back. Can have a primetime play-in game. Where it's focused, everything is on him. Ja Morant, that is borderline not making the playoffs, can have his playing game where he's a focus. Listen, it's the that's N- why the NBA is doing it, so they could focus on the guys that would never make the playoffs yet. It's the NBA. And put them up on limelight, so you can get the top fucking... eight teams in your conference. Top sixteen, yeah. I, I said conference. Oh my bad. Uh, top or the top sixteen teams in the league. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking watch you. Right. I don't care if it's Zion or it's John Morant. I don't give a shit. Oh, no, I'm saying that's why the NBA is doing it. I, I period. Don't, I, period. No, no, I, I understand why, and you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're dead ass on point with that. I don't want to watch those teams no. play. I don't fucking care. But we are the old school fan now. I know. we became. Think we, about this. It, it took we like are, two years and we became the old We heads. are the old guys that watch sports now. Because what is this? No, no. But I'm saying the reason why I say that is if you listen to the people that are in our age group, and we're not even old yet, even though yeah, we're not old yet. Yet, even though Sean looks like he is, he's not. He's actually the youngest one out of all of us. Anyway, I'm Chinese, so (laughs) sure he is. We watch the NBA and we're like, what the fuck? Like we watch some of the shit. Like why would you do that? That wasn't a basketball play, right? These younger guys and kids and stuff that are watching it, they don't give a fuck if their team was trash. They just want to see Zion in the playoffs. They just want to see John Morant in the playoffs. Wait, but why? Wait, what, but, but what do you give? A, what Bingo. do you give a shit about whether? Listen, uh, Zion. Why? Because a- the people that are younger and watching it, the NBA goes, "Well, we got them hooked for the next eight years." So here's they're going to buy product. So, they're so, going to buy everything. So here's an idea: look at what MLB does and how they market their games. Then do exactly the opposite, and you'll be fine. <laughs> like that's all you got to do. Which they already no, do. Did because, you see? But did they're you see already what they did marketing yesterday? Zion. No, what, that one play-in game isn't going to change anything for you. Would like move the needle at all? You remember how uh, in football Nickelodeon did a game? They did one of the playoff yeah. games with yeah. the slime cam. And did all you that see shit. what they did yesterday with the NBA game? I it was uh, uh, Curry versus Zion. They did a Marvel arena. So, like, everybody's names were done in comic book script. When somebody got the ball, they would get, like, the blurb above them that showed their name. Like, it was almost like video game status. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But then they had Avengers come on and talk, and, like, during, like, post-game, mid-interviews. This and sounds like that. terribly lame. I like how you said you would like this. You would like, like it. First of all, no. Yes, you would. 
You want to know why they did it, Joey? For one, because it's ESPN Children. and it's owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. Duh. For two, all the little kids that sweat Marvel and the little teeny bobbers that sweat Marvel that don't really give a shit about basketball right now, they're like, hey, look, it's a Marvel basketball game. Hey, yeah, you know, that's kind of cool. Did that ever work for you, though? Like, it never worked. I remember being a kid and, and shit like that, like gimmicks like that. It never worked on oh, you me You want to bet? My son has no care in life about football. He knows it. He knows what it is. He knows when it's on. He knows not to fuck with me when I'm watching it. Those are the things he knows about football. Okay. All of a sudden, he saw SpongeBob on a football field after a touchdown celebrating. He was like, "Is that SpongeBob?" How old you kid? Uh, thirteen. So thirteen years old. At thirteen years old, you know how much I cared about football? Like next to nothing. No, see, I did. I, I I did. It was there. It was something I did, but I didn't like alter. It wasn't like every Sunday was like, "Oh, it's football." No. Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. But, like, it, but if it, it was on, I'd be like, oh, cool. Football's on. It, it was, oh, cool. Football's on. It's something to watch if I'm not doing anything else, which literally at that point at 13 years old, 12 years old meant literally anything. I it was like, okay, are Ryan and Brandon outside building a fucking sweet jump out of fucking firewood and plywood to go ramp our bikes off of and see how many bones we can break? Great. That's taking precedence over football. Like I watched and I was a fan, but I didn't. Dedicate my life. to No, it no, I didn't dedicate either. But but what I I'm watched. saying is, is but that like, th- but look, my son had zero interest. Doesn't give a fuck about football. For all he knows, you kicked it. Right, but he didn't have it. He didn't have his. He didn't have any interest in football before that either. He only cared because SpongeBob was on TV. Right. So he was but like SpongeBob. What, what so did what's going to happen when he, what's, what's going to happen in September when you're like, hey, remember this game that you liked when SpongeBob was there? He's like, yeah. And like, yeah, SpongeBob's not here anymore. He's like, all right, guess I'm going to go no, no, fucking that's watch. That's exactly what he said. You know what he said? He was like, they're going to do that again. And then last night he saw the Marvel thing. He's like, oh, Marvel's basketball? So what? Football's Nickelodeon? Marvel's like basketball? I was like, I don't know. But. It's a different thing. It's a right. gimmick. It's of just a fucking it's gimmick. A gimmick. And it's a, it's a grab. But it's something that they're trying it to do to make attention. It doesn't move the needle. It's we Disney. all know that. It's it doesn't Disney. move the needle. No one, no one went to Space Jam and then like came out of Space Jam and was like, I want to go watch the NBA now. Like, no. Did you see the trailer for Space nah. Jam, by the way? No. Fucking awful. Dude, it, lo- awful. it looks like Ready Player I'm, One. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. I'm exactly more is. fucking pissed off that they delayed Top Gun 2 until November than... Well, no, they want to, like, people to go see it in the movie theaters because that's, that's what they were intended. No, was. just give it to me on HBO so I can fucking watch no, it the at theater, home. No, the theater, it would have been out, but the theaters will be open by the time it's out. Don't worry. I know, but they want, they want like, nothing up against it. That's why they picked November. Can we talk real quick about how they canceled the feast again this year prematurely? Yeah, but... And then they, they opened up everything. Yeah, but they made the decision I found out in February, and then they just announced it, like, whatever it was, like, two weeks ago. Who the fuck makes that decision? Honestly, committee. it's the committee. Yeah, the committee. I, I, I mean, literally, listen, they should all so, be fired. No, but they should is, all be this fucking was, fired. Joey, this was the issue because uh, I know a few people that are in. This is the issue. If they say, "Yeah, hey, it's on," and they spend all the money to get everything here and get everything yep. ready and all the food they and all that bullshit, back. and then ba- Baker's like, "Now nah, we're shutting down again." Guess what? They just blew ten grand. No, you no, more than that. I'm, I'm just throwing out. Yeah, an easy you, right. no, you know what you do? You say, "Hey, Baker." We don't give a fuck what you said. Yeah, they can't We're doing whatever the fuck And then fuck guess what? And then he feast. says, oh, that's great. You never have another fucking feast here again. Oh, he can't do that. Yeah, they, uh, they don't want to get into all that bullshit. Can't do that. No, because this is the problem with people. Everybody's everybody's being little fucking bad. Like, listen, I just came back from the glorious sunshine state of Florida where I took my mask off in the airport and I didn't put it back on again for five days. Okay, there is nothing to be afraid of here. The fact that they canceled the feast again this year is beyond fucking retarded to me and the fact that they're actually going along with this shit and they're not saying like wait 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 hold on this is one of the this is the biggest event in the city and you're telling us we can't have it now for the second consecutive year it's a financial decision 
It's a financial well, decision. Well, it's a financial scare is more like it. Like yeah. I what said, if, if, they, if they go all in and they order everything, they get everything going, they set everything a up. band, all that stuff. And then it's like, nope, can't do it. Like You have fuck. the feast. You don't, Who cares what Charlie Baker says? Charlie Baker doesn't preside over New Bedford. You. This is the problem. People are so unwilling to throw no, up their fucking he fingers. He doesn't preside over New Bedford, but the, you got to pull permits. You got to pull things. You got to do stuff. You got to get police there. You got to. I mean, there's shit you got to do. Or you can just so, do it. Okay. I, don't know. I think I think they just they weren't they weren't they weren't gonna go all through that and get like bad publicity. They just said, you know what, we'll just cancel. Bunch it. of fucking bitches. But I think I think they but they did. I know I found out they canceled it like in February, but they didn't make it officially announced until like. Of course not, because they were ago. way too chicken shit to make the fucking announcement. It was super in February. early. They had because they had to do all that planning like months in advance. Mm-hmm. Chicken shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking chicken shit. You I mean get to it. tell me? You mean to tell me? I can go down to Florida and 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 rub elbows with hundreds of people. In close contact with no masks, and who cares if they got vaccinated or not? Same thing in Texas. Everywhere else, and cases Texas? just continue to fucking plummet, and everything's fine. But New Bedford can't have a cookout. Wait, wait, when's the feast? I, I'm done. August first, first weekend of August. First weekend of August. Oh, so technically they they could have. That had was when it. it was opening. Yes. Ah, uh, it sucks. What? Hello, Sean. I know, but I don't realize. I thought it was July. I don't know. I know, but you're one of the you're one of those people that like don't pay attention to anything that's going on when it comes to like. The COVID. You ever watch? You ever watch Jay and Silent Bob? Which ones? Strike Back. Yeah, of course. Go on. This is the pulse. Yep. No, I don't have it. This is your finger. Nope. Jam straight up your ass. <laughs> feel, feel Furthest pulse. away from the pulse. Say. But I can. Would I you can, like a cup of coffee? But I can. Feel <laughs> it. Um, Excellent reference, Keith. But yeah. And then we cue the music. Would you fuck me? I'd, I'd fuck, fuck me. me. Fucking uh, great movie. It really, really Give me the map, Scott. <laughs> Give me the map, Scott. Oh, fuck you just said, little kid. But I'm going to help you out. But I'm help you out. <laughs> Give me the map, Scott. <laughs> Give, Give me the, the map, Scott. Scott. It's my favorite I haven't part. seen that in so long. You don't have to. It's just there. It's in the memory bank. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. He just walked up to the camera sitting all slowly. Poor, hey, what's his name? Silent Bob lost. Like, well, he had to lose all that weight because he had a massive heart attack. Oh, what, uh, Kevin James? Yeah, Kevin James. No, dude. not Kevin James. Um, um, not, no, Kevin James Ke- is Kevin fucking Paul Blart. Queen of Queens. Paul Blart. Yeah, King of Queens. Wow. Kevin. Kevin. Get your shit together, fats. Damn. Kevin. I can't think of his name. Fat, I know his podcast is like Fat Man. On yeah, Fat but now he's like Skinny Fat Man. man Kevin James? I, you just said Kevin James. I don't think that's I really that. think it's Kevin James. It might be. I, uh, I I'm telling you, right I think now. it's Kevin James. But uh, he had to lose like 75 pounds. Dude, he's he's small. The, the, the doctor basically told him like, you're lucky you're alive after that heart attack. Well, like, and Jay's just like hardcore heroin addict. Yeah. Like bad. Bad, bad. Yeah, bad, Well, no, bad. he's off. He's clean now. He's off, but he looks like shite. Yeah. Well, what's his name? Kevin Smith. Thank you, Tori. Good job, Tori. But, uh, yeah, so um, I think uh, Kevin Smith ran into Jay. I don't know his real name. Ran into Jay, and he was just like, hey, you want to go see the, like, the new uh, Justice League together? And they went, but he said it was, like, totally weird and different because remember how he looked like in uh, Zack and Mary make a porno? Mm. He, he, that was, like, right as he was, like, still doing heroin. He mm-hmm. was, like, already all strung out. Well, what was they just – didn't they do one last movie? And he was all fucked up? Which – what, all the Clerks? Is there Clerks No, they did, like, no? one last yeah, movie. They the just did a movie. It was, like, a couple years ago. 2019, I think. Yeah. What was the one in 2019? I don't know. It was, know. like, Jay and Silent Bob fucking do it again or some shit like that. 
Reboot, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. even know that. And he looked like complete arse. Yeah, uh, Shannon Elizabeth's in it, though. Yeah, well, she's in all of them. She's in all of them. She's married the to mall rats. somebody. Yeah. She's married to, uh, uh, I'm a freaking demon. That dude, fucking Jason Lee. She's not married to Jason I Lee. I thought so. No, she's not. Jason Lee's married to somebody else because Jason Lee's daughter, you know what his daughter's name is? Pilot. Oh. Her middle name, Inspector. Her fucking name is Pilot Inspector Lee. All right. It's a badass Dr. name. Dr. Inspector Lee. Oh, she's... I just think, I just think of Jackie Chan. What, oh, yeah. She was American Pie, right? She yeah, was she Nadia. was Nadia. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And she looked amazing for like 20 years. Now she's starting to look old. Well, she's, she's probably, probably 50. at least no, 10, she's 15 years old of us. No, she's, I, she's I mean, 50. like, but she managed to look like the same. She's in Hollywood, dude. I know, but like... Tw- and then like right now... Look she's at like, George like, Clooney. He's looked the same since... He's had gray hair since the same and, time and, as me. Yeah, so have you. So at 50, I look the fucking I'm same. Fairly I'm, so happy. I'm fairly sure Maybe. Pierce Brosnan looks exactly the same way he did in 1997. Mrs. Doubtfire. He does, except he's a little more wrinkly around the eyes. Mm. He's like, mm, All right, and on Delphi. that note, we're going home on Sean wrinkling on the eyes. Sean wrinkling on the <laughs> eyes. All right, uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night. Uh, don't be surprised. The studio might look a touch different next oh, Tuesday. Fucking better. More flex. <laughs> mm. Got some big plans for that. Oh, I thought you said, yeah, more flags. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now I'm going to put more flags up. I just go in here, there's 15 flags you're like, you like? And I'm like, I don't know. You're like, what, what do you mean? He's like, I colored the walls with flags. flags. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Joey Fast Radio, Row 1, Seat 1. With yes. me, as always, Sean, Pet and Cloud, Darkness. This has been another episode. Make sure you check us out, uh, row1seat1.com. You can catch us right here next Tuesday night. The Monday night show will be starting up shortly. Uh, we were working through some things with that, but we'll be getting to that soon. And uh, give us a like and a follow. Make sure you give the show a share. Check us out on Spotify. That'll be up uh, within about an hour uh, after we get off of here. Uh, so by about uh, 11 o'clock, you should have the whole broadcast. The full Monty. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that good stuff. So uh, we will check you all next week. We appreciate you all. And uh, deuces, bros. Adios. Peace.